Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Hotel family, welcome to Raw Authentic Media. Got your Sundays. Same with Dr. J. Evil. You better have to go on right here. Just sit back and relax. You know, and uh, enjoy the show, my people. All right. The All right, brother, we on the call, Brother John Glover. Yes, good evening. Uh, this is John Glover, and I'm here to share with the audience, the members, the God Order News, which has ordained a black man, Professor Gioibo, with the ultimate intelligence of Aethys of Infinity. Aethys of N exactly represents intelligence, and N, the level of intelligence, which God designed for Professor Yibo, that N, to be infinity, hence Aethys of Infinity. Since black people share the same genes as Professor Giohibo, God has now reordained the black race to be the most intelligent, richest, and most undefeatable race. God Almighty's grand unified theorem, nicknamed Gavit, is a revelation from God, which infallibly proves that all theorems, also called everything that exists, and all equations, also called morphisms, which can mean isomorphisms or polymorphisms, past, present, and future, originates out of one invariant, GI, defined as God. In mathematics, you can use any term or choose any term to define a quantity. Just because Gaga defined GI to be God doesn't automatically prove that it is God. For example, one can say milk originates out of the store. If the store is the ultimate origin point of the milk, then you can replace the term originates out of with its equivalent created by. However, before the store, the milk originates out of the cows. In this case, you cannot use the term originates out of, and you cannot replace the term originates out of with created by for the store. But Gauguin infallibly proved that GI is the ultimate origin of all theorems called everything that exists. So the phrase originates out of can be replaced with created by which proves that GI defined here represents God, since God can be defined as the creator of everything. Now that God has been infallibly defined as GIJ, God's existence is infallibly proven. If God can prove that something exists, which is easily done by showing that a human being exists, like you and me, existence of a human being is the proof of the existence of GIJ because the GIJ has been infallibly proven to be the ultimate origin of everything. Therefore, 
Because a human being exists, it infallibly proves the existence of G.I.J., which has been infallibly proven to be the definition of God. Therefore, the existence of human beings infallibly proves the existence of God. Now, morphisms, which can be isomorphisms or polymorphisms, also known as equations, these map realities onto a mathematical space, like the brain, using our eyes and other senses to process and understand information. And this measures intelligence. Since GIJ, which infallibly defines God, has the totality of all equations, GIJ and hence God constitutes the totality of all intelligence. The Gaga solution, Eta Saben, which all come out of G-I-J, or God, fundamentally represents all isomorphisms and all polymorphisms, and therefore contains all of intelligence, and hence infallibly proves that God not only contains all of intelligence, but God is all of intelligence. God amazingly planted all Eta Saben, and hence all of intelligence, inside the brain of Professor Gabriel Audu Oyibo and blessed him with the ultimate or totality of all intelligence with which to understand God or everything. This is how God ordained Professor Gio with the totality of all intelligence, or the ultimate intelligence, which can modestly be stated as God has ordained Professor Gio the greatest genius and the most intelligent human being ever created. And since the black race shared Professor Gio genes, God has ordained black people by extension to be the most intelligent race, and this was confirmed by Gottingen University and Yale University's research studies. Gottingen University, which was the headquarters of intelligence before Gagat, called upon the world to celebrate the greatest mathematician before Gagat, which is Professor Carl Frederick Gauss, in 2005. They had ranked Gagat the number one work and the greatest mathematics work by placing Gagat at the center of the celebration at week 26 since 52 divided by 2 is 26. To understand that placing as Gagat as being at the center of the celebration in number one, you have to look at some of the runners-up on that list. At week 19, you'll see the name Sir Professor Michael Atia, and his work is titled Field Meadows Lectures. Sir Professor Michael Atia is a successor to Sir Professor Isaac Newton from Cambridge University. Both held the prestigious chair of Master Trinity College, and Professor Atia is a field medalist, which is an award equivalent to Nobel Prize. The work that is listed there, Field Medalist Lectures, contains, including his work, about 42 Nobel Prize award equivalents, or field medalists. Gottingen ranked that work in theory to Gagat, placing it at week 19 instead of week 26, which is their way of saying that Gagat is worth more than 42 Nobel Prize award equivalents. At week 23, you'll see the name Professor Anatoly T. Fomenko. Professor Fomenko was the head of the mathematics department in the Russian academy system, university system known as Leningrad Moscow State University. And he is a successor to Professor Leonard Euler. Like Newton and Gauss, Euler are the three greatest European mathematicians in the European society. Uh, Euler himself was also a head of the mathematics department at the same Leningrad Moscow State University system. Despite Fermenko being a successor to Euler, Gottingen ranked that work inferior to Gagat, placing it at week 23 as opposed to week 26. At week 24, you'll see the name Professor David Hilbert. Professor David Hilbert, despite being a successor to Professor Gauss at Gottingen, he headed the mathematics department at Gottingen after Gauss, 
and was considered to be the last of the great mathematicians who supervised and produced 69 PhDs in mathematics. His work was ranked inferior to Gottgen at week 24. Gottgen painfully did that, as opposed to week 26. Gottgen was placed at week 26, the center of the celebration, because every theorem or solution to every problem has a GIJ. It means also that Gottgen represents all of mathematics or solutions to all of mathematics because Mathematics has been decoded by Gogget to be the study of theorems. Gogget, God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, contains also all theorems. Since Gogget contains all theorems and mathematics is the study of theorems, Gogget contains all of mathematics. This is what was confirmed by Gottschian University, who recognized Gogget as the greatest mathematics discovery of all time and hence the Gogget discoverer, Professor Gabriel Audio in effect has replaced Professor Carl Frederick Gauss as the greatest mathematician of all time that can never be surpassed. Gogget has proved mathematically that its black discoverer, Professor Gio is the most intelligent human being ever created, and hence his race the most intelligent race. That conclusion was agreed with and verified by a study from Yale University which showed the black race to be the most intelligent race, with 28 intelligence DNA strands, compared to non-blacks, such as your white, Asians, and Jews, and so forth, with only 19 intelligence DNA strands. This simplifies to a ratio roughly of nine strands for the blacks to six strands for the non-blacks. Gogget has already defined previously the concept of a polymorphism being a measure of intelligence. So within the Yale study, when they used the term 28 polymorphisms, for the asking people, that is 28 intelligence DNA strands. When they use 19 polymorphisms for the non-blacks, that is 19 intelligence DNA strands. That means that Africans are the most intelligent race with 28 intelligence DNA strands as compared to other races which only have 19 intelligence DNA strands. Also, in line four of the abstract of the Yale study, the term European bias is used. European bias is another term for Jim Crow. Yale University realized that they had to remove Jim Crow from their research in order to obtain the correct results and hence warning humanity to eliminating Jim Crow to get any meaningful results. This is the same call that the, we're making upon the religious leaders and elected officials of the black community towards removing Jim Crow from the education system so that black people can live their lives as they were created by God as the most intelligent race. It's mathematical, it's scientific, and it's official. After 2,500 years of fraud, regarding the reality of the intelligence of the black race, that Gogget has forced the world to see Professor Gio as being blessed by God with the ultimate intelligence of eta sub-infinity. And because black people share the same genes as Professor Gio that makes the black race the most intelligent race which destroys Jim Crow. God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gogget, G-I-J, recognized as the ultimate revelation from God has been heavily censored since it was revealed in 1990. And that censorship has been spearheaded by Jim Crow and other institutions that hate black people. Jim Crow and its allies perpetuate that censorship by intimidating and bribing media from, and other institutions globally. This intimidation and bribery includes threats of withdrawals of advertisement funds from media and other institutions that includes universities and other educational institutions. 
That censorship has become their primary technique to ignore the Gogget revelation, and hoping that such a strategy can help them erase Gogget from humanity's memory so they can claim the credit for Gogget eventually. That unfortunate strategy has led to the loss of millions of lives globally. God has ordered that the evil strategy eliminated urgently since the God's order, which has been suppressed for over 25 centuries, was updated by God during the 1990s by God ordaining a black man, Professor Gabriel Aldu Ohibo, with the ultimate intelligence of Eta Sub-Infinity in Fallibly, where Eta sub exactly represents intelligence and end the level of intelligence which God designed for Professor Gioibo, that end to be infinity, hence Aetis of Infinity. Since black people share the same genes as Professor Gioibo, God has now reordained the black race to be the most intelligent, richest, and most undefeatable race. This is how God recalled the black race back to global and universal leadership. There's a Gaga 25th anniversary briefing, or Gaga Lifesaving Briefing 25th anniversary, taking place this December 28, 2015. This briefing is part of our mourning in memory of Professor Oyibo's mother, Mrs. Hadesatu Okumaji Oyibo, along with other martyrs for Gaga, like Miss Sandra Blend, Sergeant James Brown, Terrell Day, Jeremy McDowell, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice, and all of the others who have recently transformed on due to lynchings or other types of Jim Crow terrorism, which God has ordained and ordered to stop by ordering us to erect Gazette monuments that say never again, like the Jewish Holocaust was ended by E equals MC squared monuments, which say never again. We are inviting the audience members to lead delegations from the respective communities of 100 or more people to participate within this Gaga 25th anniversary briefing. Gaga, since it came out in 1990, in the year 2015, it's its 25th anniversary of the revelation of the God Almighty's grand unified theorem, nicknamed Gaga, G-I-J, comma, J equals zero, which came through Professor Oyibo, chairman of the mathematics department at Obafit Institute of Technology, and it takes place this December 28, 2015, at the Hoppog Holiday Inn in Hoppog, New York. To register for the Gaga 25th Anniversary Life-Saving Briefing, all one needs to do is to type in Gaga on Google. The Google search browser on the Internet will be the quickest result to our website, which is gagatofapit.org. When clicking on the first link, you just click at the top, which is a donation link page, or please donate link. You get to the donation page, and then you click to the general scholarship donation link. Upon clicking on that link, you put down your registration. What we'd like to see today is people registering and understanding the unity that Gaga has brought about through Gaga. Simply by those audience members today who understand and have digested what I've just said, they'll be able to easily go onto our website and put $5 down into the actual PayPal. If we can get and see, and we're monitoring this, the 110 or 110 people to be able to put down $5, that 110 people will become a group, and 110 times 5 is $550, which is the price for the briefing. They will come in as a group, and they will share one Gogget book amongst the uh, 110 of them coming into the briefing, that they'll only be getting at the briefing. But we've asked to see action from the audience members today, 
because the briefing has been ordered by God to deal with the and to stop the murders of the black youth, which I mentioned previously. The 25th anniversary also, among other things, takes a look at what God has done with the black race and the rest of humanity since 1990 through through Gagat. One particular focus of the anniversary is the Gagat Life-Saving Briefing that presents the God order calling the black race to take control of their lives again and to also provide leadership to humanity globally. The 25th anniversary urges the black race to obey this God's order by requiring them to erect monuments of the God Almighty's grand unified theorem nicknamed Gagat, G-I-J comma J equals zero, because Einstein's E equals MC squared equation, which is one equation out of an infinite number of equations that are embedded within Gagat, G-I-J comma J equals zero, has a monument directed in Berlin in honor of that equation. Since E equals MC squared is a very, very, very small subset of GIJ comma J equals zero, and Gagat is the origin of E equals MC, uh, e equals MC squared, this proves that GIJ comma J equals zero qualifies for infinite number of monuments in every city and city hall around the world. And this requires the urgent action from everyone in the audience to demand every government and their leaders to erect such monuments immediately. They can go down to the city halls or to register into the briefing to find out more, but what needs to happen right now is the erecting of these monuments, and everyone has been ordered to come into the Gaga 25th Anniversary Life-Saving Briefing for December 28, 2015. People can call at 631-242-3069 or 516-343-6628. You can call either one of those numbers to register for that briefing. The evidence of the Jim Crow was revealed when a New York City councilman, Councilman Al Van, uh, retired now, organized a presentation directly to a president of a black university on a new discovery called Gazette, G-I-J, J equals zero, that represents the totality of all knowledge through a black man over 10 years ago. It was agreed black colleges need to study the Gazette discovery. However, 10 years later, they are still not studying it, whereas the white schools are studying it. This is consistent with and constitutes Jim Crowism. Proved mathematically the black discoverer to be the most intelligent human being, and hence his race the most intelligent race. The Yale also confirmed the black race to be the most intelligent race, with 28 intelligence DNA strands, compared to non-blacks with only 19 intelligence DNA strands roughly simplifying to a ratio of nine strands for the black and six strands for the non-black. That means without Jim Crow, black universities should be better than non-black universities with a ratio of nine to six roughly. Unfortunately, under Jim Crow, black schools are considered inferior to the non-black schools. That is why the audience members need help in getting Jim Crow out to the black schools right now from the elected officials and political leaders and religious leaders. But... In the meantime, everyone has now been ordered to come into the Gaza 25th Anniversary Life-Saving Briefing. Like I said, you can simply go and put Gaza, G-A-G-U-T, in Google. The very first result will bring you to our webpage, and you click at the very top of the page, will be connected to our Gaza donation page, which has the very first link, the general and scholarship donation link, which will lead us to your PayPal. On PayPal, you can easily use your credit card, 
to put $5 down. The first 110 people that were able to do that will be able to register as one group to come into the briefing, which you've been ordered to attend for this December 28, 2015. Anyone who has any questions or would like to register or would like to talk to us here at the OFAPIC Institute of Technology can call us at 631-242-3069 or 516-343-6628. Is everyone ready now? Yes, sir. Please hold. I will connect over the professor. Please hold. God is the greatest. How you doing, Brother Amun? Everything's all right, Gabriel. Everything's all right, my big brother. Hey, uh, somebody somebody have, have a question for you already, man. Uh, the, the, question, the question is this. Okay, they say that uh, the Nubian men or black men have nine DNA strands, and, uh, and the white men have six DNA strands. Hello? Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, okay. I missed, I missed the last couple. Can you just pass, begin again? Because I lost you there for a second. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, somebody had a question stating that the black man have nine DNA strands and the white man has six DNA strands, which means that, you know, saying that the Nubian man, you know, is a wiser being. But, you know, the person want to know if the Nubian man is a wiser being having nine DNA strands compared to six DNA strands, then why is the Europeans, you know what I'm saying, dominating the Nubians? Why is it the one currently uh, rule, ruling the world, so to say? Uh, yes, that's a very good question and, um, <laughs> and deserve a proper answer. Uh, what happens is um, there was a time where we, as a people, had a civilization, the one before the Kemetic, you know, civilization, it was called the Ma, M-A-A civilization. And then it moved on to the Kemetic civilization, and by, do, by the Kemetic civilization, we have already been blessed with the black magic, which is otherwise called the mystery of the ancient Africans, otherwise also called chemistry. Now, so, and of course, for the gift of chemistry and geometry, we built a monument called the pyramids, a set of monuments called the pyramids to glorify the Almighty God. And so as time, you know, progressed, the non-blacks uh, came on our shores. They heard and eventually came on our shores, and they wanted to come in. And when they came in, we accepted them. Okay? They, I mean, they came in naked. They were, they were as, as uh, crude as, as you could possibly imagine because they did not have 
intelligence like we were blessed with. So we accepted them and we began to teach them, you know, the whole dynamic. Civilization is expression of intelligence. Now, if you don't have civilization, then, of course, you do not have intelligence. That, in effect, what God did through Gagat, by ordaining me with ultimate intelligence, eight of infinity, God had declared, or redeclared the black race as the most intelligent, as well as the richest, and the most powerful race. See what is most powerful race. Now, the power comes from the intelligence, which is how we are the most powerful. Now, that intelligence comes from God, or Jah. The Europeans call it Jod, but that Jah has the original name in Africa. Jah is not only full of all intelligence, but Jah is actually the totality of intelligence. And what Jah has done for me on behalf of the, the race is to allow me, in the words of Stephen Hawking, Professor Hawking, an extraordinary privilege to be able to go and see what was on God's mind when God was creating the universe. Now, so because my intelligence and by extension my race is the ultimate intelligence of any creatures, not just this planet, it's every planet, every galaxy, there can't be anything better that what God has blessed me with. Eight types of infinity is the highest you can go. Now, so therefore, we know that intelligence and the blessing came from the Almighty God. So that's where we got our cue to know what we needed to do with that extraordinary blessing of totality of intelligence. And our cue is, what did God do with God's own infinite intelligence? We were persuaded by God allowing us to see what God has done with God's intelligence, to see God's intelligence was used to create, to create. Intelligence is designed to be creative as opposed to destructive. God rules the world with Gagat. And since Gagat is a totality of intelligence, we got an understanding that intelligence is supposed to be used for creation. And since we really cannot create, we will maintain what has been created. That is what our ultimate intelligence taught us. 
Now, when you have the 28 is an is definitely an underestimation of the average intelligence of the black race because mine is infallible infinity. So now, so therefore, even though no human, no other creature can compete with God. But by allowing us the privilege of knowing what's on God's mind, which is the ultimate intelligence, we can't do better than that. We now are guided by what God has done with the ultimate intelligence. And that is to be creative. And that is how we live our lives. The non-blast came around. They were mesmerized. They were shocked to see the evidence of intelligence. But since they lacked the intelligence, um, they only knew what is called the survival of the fittest, which is the kind of mentality the lower animals have. The less intelligent use the survival of the fittest dynamics. That's what happened in the jungle. In the jungle is a, in the survival of the fittest, reign supreme. So that is what the non-blacks, who by their own measurement from Yale puts them at eight as of 19 or 19 level of intelligence use that survival of the fittest because the, low, the highest animals in terms of chimpanzees have 8 sub 15 that's only 4 units of intelligence uh, higher I'm sorry lower than the dumb blacks so that was what was the basis of them not understanding what intelligence is supposed to be used for. They got involved with greed. They took our own tools to attack us. And rather than using our superior abilities, even our muscles alone were enough to finish them up. Since we did not see God's dynamics going that way, we opted out and decided to retreat. That's where we began the retreating from the Nile Valley to the Niger Valley, Niger River Valley. We, you know, we, 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 we retreated. And waiting for the, the Jim Crow mentality, an opportunity to begin to learn more and open their minds more to understand their approach is wrong, is, is stupid. In terms of grabbing and killing another. That's what happened. Now, but they continue to do that right up until today. But by 1990, 
they got a God order called Gagat, otherwise represented by GIJ, J equals to zero, where God declared a black man with ultimate intelligence. Now, that implication, as was proved earlier, implies those people with ultimate intelligence are the richest and are the most powerful. If you're the most powerful, obviously, you dominate the others. You've always been the dominating power. It's an illusion for anyone to believe for one second the non-blacks can dominate the Nubian man. That's an absolute impossibility. It's an illusion. Illusion in the sense that a tiger can pretend to dominate even the non-blacks in a jungle. But that is before the black man is able to, even in the jungle, cut a few trees and make a fence around himself and put a top on it. Once the, black, the man does that, the human does that, the human is in charge. And forget it in, in the days, in today's days, where you can numb the animal with a little shot. All you need is a little armor on yourself because they are, their power resides in their claws and their fangs. All you need is to wear the armor, and they can, they, none of them think and function there. So you are in charge there. But the way you are in charge is your brains. You have better brains, and you are in charge. So it's, it's illusionary for, for a tiger to feel they can dominate humans. That's why they are in the jungle, and we are in the cities. So therefore, the 2,500 years of illusion was ended in 1990. And to give credit to Jim Crow, they did surrender through Yale by removing the illusion of Jim Crow in terms of so-called European bias, like the brother read earlier, or earlier, earlier on. Jim Crow's bias, so-called European bias, is a fraud that in their mind, conceive, it, uh, actually does an inversion of the real intelligence comparison. They, you know, came, they knew, the, apparently they knew the truth, but inverted the number in terms of the comparison between their intelligence and ours. They projected their intelligence on us and tried to pretend they are us. Inversion. So they said three-fifths of humans. We are three-fifths of humans. That's their figure. And psychologically, that worked up until a point. But come 1990, that boom was busted and destroyed forever. So with that, it becomes very clear. President Clinton went and, 
you know, put in money. Say, look, we can't touch Oyibo's infinite intelligence. Let's see how his race men and women, you know, rank. So they came up with, you know, eighters of 25, sorry, 28. And for them, they verified it was eighters of 19. That is a surrender forever. So since then, they've understood they could not cover up anything anymore. In the process, the ratio of 28 to 19 is not only in our favor, it's not only uh, approximately 9 over 6, but it's also approximately 5 over 3. 5 over 3 is the reality of our comparison of intelligence. 5 over 3. Not three over five. Three over five is their intelligence level. So they've been pretending to be dominating us for 2,500 years. They've been pretending as going with a, a Hollywood script. And our people, some, at least some of them, have been playing that game for 2,500 years. But God got tired. God became tired. Tired of that phoniness. And that's why God came out with a code, which is why the code must be, must have monuments. When God reveals a code that speaks God's mind, it must be demonstrated and put in the kind of setting that can never be misunderstood ever again. Which is why, and I welcome such a question, and I want more of such questions. And after I'm done, you, you know, there's anybody that doesn't understand you know, the reality. In other words, the domination is a phoniness. No creature can dominate the black race. It's an absolute impossibility. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the chat room. And um, another question is, uh, how many times were you nominated for the uh, Peace Nobel Award? Or Peace okay. Nobel Award? Yeah. Yes. Well, that the answer to that question is a little tricky. Um, you see, the important thing, with, I've, I've been nominated many times. Okay, but... A Nobel Foundation is a Jim Crow Foundation. The Jim Crow Foundation. So they have what is accepted in Yale study as a so-called European bias. Uh, Nobel Foundation uh, is based on the three-fifths of humans for black people, which is their own projection. So immediately you see, in other words, they project, in other words, uh, Nobel Foundation is a, an instrument, a dynamic that try to, um, to, uh, try to deceive the world about uh, intelligence level of the, of the Europeans or the non-blacks. So because 
The non-blacks do not have enough brains to evaluate the black race. So any price they give is has can only be price for mediocrity. Because if they only give prizes to their own people. They can't be offering prizes where they give to black people every year, year in and year out. So if they created a prize, is surely for them. That's the bottom line. So therefore, now, you know, so then, but now that God has forced them, God forced them through Gargan, their prize is now worthless. Absolutely worthless. So I'm not even going to dignify by how many times. They just, they just committed suicide. When they said they dropped the European bias that went along with Nobel Foundation. The Nobel Foundation is dead. So you don't even waste your time on that. The only focus now is the African International Prize of Science and Technology. If they have any brains, they would have begged me for a, a prize. It's not, see, the issue is not even nomination. But if you want to read what is a real nomination, go read. Professor Luchin's letter. Professor Luchin's letter. Okay? And some of the Nobel Foundation members who have some brains, when they read that letter, it was communicated, yes, this is a real nomination. And we can give you names, but that's a waste of time anyway because they're worthless. You understand? It's a worthless thing. The only prize is the African International Prize of Santa Cruz, the biggest prize, the highest prize in the history of humanity. And a good part of the world is picking up on that. Now, the other part of the prize is when Das Gupta, a fellow physicist and mathematician, in 2007 sent us a letter here. Not only did he condemn Nobel Foundation, he said, Dear Yibo, the title of the letter said, God's Mission and Dascopta. And he says, Dear Yibo, good day. I have found out that you have been successful in finding the unified field theory. He says, congratulations. Then went on to, to add the most important phrase in that letter, you are more close to God than any of us. That is the biggest Nobel Prize you can get because he's a colleague and he speaks for the rest of the people, rest of the colleagues, rest of the scientists and mathematicians. You are more close. That's the very biggest award anybody can get. You are more close to God than any of us. The people that get Nobel Prizes are nowhere near God. Okay, you do something and you have a, that's it, you get it. 
So you are more close to God than any of us. That's a statement from a mathematician, a mathematics pro- professor. Now that is the real Noel price. And that's what was, you know, uh, demonstrated earlier with the African International Prize, specifically that said that, Oyibo, because of Gagot, has been awarded the real prize, which is God's prize. The one that's been elevated closer to God than any other human. That is the, that's, I can, I would, you understand, there's no other prize to ask for. There's nobody in the numbers of people that won the Nobel Prize in Physics that, you know, got a commendation like that. And nobody would ever get any commendation like that again because it's been given, it's a once in the creation. That is the real prize. So the issue of how many times were you nominated is, is not an important question at all. Uh, I, I don't mean to say it's not an equation. It's important, but not a relevant issue anymore. A Nobel Prize cannot, you know, cannot survive this. Uh, this it, it's been destroyed. Just like Jim Crow dynamics have been destroyed. Along with that goes the Nobel Foundation. If that's not enough, try Gottingen University. That's extremely important. The brother just read to you what was going on in Gottingen University. Gottingen University is a university founded by a king of England, August George II, a man from Hanover, Germany, the great-great-grandfather of Queen Elizabeth. The Germans colonized England after Newton was, began to shine. They pushed Cambridge into number two very quickly and shifted the head, headquarters of intelligence and mathematics to Gottingen University. That's where the decision was made, where they were honoring their greatest, the greatest mathematician, pure mathematician in the European society. Professor Frederick Gauss. And they, they, made, they evaluated the 52 greatest works and they put Gagot right on top of it at week 26. That's what the brother was talking to you about. He also said that in week 19, some of the runners up is how you know what Gagot is, the price. In other words, that was the real prize. The Germans have honored Gagot already with the biggest prize. And that is what, they did, what was done in Germany, in Gottingen, is a proof that the Germans are superior, the superior race in, 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 in a superior group in Europe, or among the rest of the... Because the Germans didn't want to fool around like the Nobel, because someday people are going to wake up so by putting Gagot on top, so know the significance, you know who was competing for the week 26. The, perhaps the one that is the public can deal with best will be week 19. With Professor, or Sir Professor Atiyah, they even put his title in there, Sir Professor Atiyah who was a successor to Isaac Newton in Cambridge University. 
His work is listed in week 19. He didn't even come to week 25 or week 24 or week 23 or week 22 or week 20, uh, 21 or week 20 or week, week 19 is where that work was ranked at. And I remember talking to Professor uh, Sir, Atia, Sir Professor Atia. And asked him, did you remember the Gottinger celebration? I said, yes. And I said, well, uh, the person talking to you, uh, the work, the, my work is, is on week 26. And I know that yours is on week 19. And when he heard that, he, <laughs> he kind of felt a little, a little bad. Because he knows what that means, the, right, the levels mean. Now, in week 19, it wasn't just his work. And it's a symbol, it's a representative of Newton. But there were 41, he's a field medalist, as the brother was saying before. That is, again, the answer to the question, how many times are we nominated? Okay? <laughs> In week 19, there were, it was called, it's called Field Medalist Lectures. Now, up until 2005, there were 42 uh, Field Medalists. A Field Medal is equivalent with the Nobel Prize in Physics. So how many times was I nominated? That is your answer. 20, 42 Nobel winning equivalent scientists. Those who have won the award, they combined 42 of them to compete with Gagat. They weren't just Knocked down to the you know lowest the the, the second lower position, they were knocked down from twenty six to nineteen. That is seven places. So, it is embarrassing to be talking about nomination of Gagat. That is a Jim Crow fraud. That's why I said the the question is is not is, is you know it's not it's, it's not the fault of the person that asked the question. And usually that question is used as a tool to discredit Gagat. And the, the fraud is, well, if you, are not, if you didn't win a Nobel Prize, uh, then you, your work couldn't be really good. As if Nobel Foundation is created by God. To the contrary, they are dummies compared to the black people because they have an IQ of 19. Swedish people are nothing but 19 IQ level. So they can only create a price for themselves and lower. They can create anything for us, so that must be understood. But in Gottinger, like I said, praise to the, the intelligence of the Germans. Okay? Germans, they have enough intelligence. The Swedish people, they don't. They're dummies. Germans have enough intelligence to say, yes, God is number one. And it's bigger than 42 Nobel Prizes in physics. And the dumb Swiss, you know, Swiss, 
have not understood that to say, gee, we're going to throw 10 Nobel Prizes at you. So they're getting you caught up talking about nomination. That is a projection of three-fifths. You are their superior. You know that they just committed suicide. Nobody's going to give any, any recognition to Nobel Foundation from now on, since 1990, as a matter of fact. So that has failed. In other words, the minimum is to give me about maybe 100 Nobel Prizes. But this is not first experience in terms of the so-called Nobel Foundation ignoring a giant black you know, uh, scientist. Try Professor Carver when he discovered and fed Jim Crow in the South with the peanut butter, fed the KKK and everybody else, empowered them to lynch more black people. He took peanut and divided and created 325 products. Each of those products in the non-black society would earn a Nobel Prize in chemistry or biochemistry or biology. He never was given one. Uh, we don't even have any evidence he was nominated. So when they're coming with the issue of nomination, they're playing. <laughs> you see, in other words, that, that era is gone. That is totally demolished. They're playing on your intelligence. They'll tell you, Julia, they are the ones to decide your worth and your, your value. At 19 intelligence level, they will have no clue, absolutely no clue, just like the tiger. It's like them asking the tiger to give them a prize. A prize from Jim Crow to the black race is like a, 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 uh, the non-black getting a prize from the tiger. Now, therefore, that's how you got to see the comparison. Actually, yeah, because see, what happens is how many people will value, how many non-blacks will value a price from a tiger? That tells you the value, gives you a sense of the value of a Nobel Prize to a black person. I hope that is settled. Otherwise, please ask more questions. See, what I'm trying to present to you is geometry, geometry, the, 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 the study of God, ja, geometry. When in that phase you see everything with very loud and clear. So Gottinger gets hold of John Gottinger Peace, the home for Gauss himself. When they rank Gagot number one, that was consistent with Daskupta. Number one, that means in the entire world, so that shows, again, the differential between the Germans and the Swedes. It shows the Germans are way ahead. As a matter of fact, the German youth were very angry when they found out the Nobel Foundation were falling around. And the same Swedish people were supervising the assassination of Patrice Lumumba. You have to know the history of the Swedish people. Swedish people. They're very dumb. The Germans, on the other hand, have brains. 
That was what, what was done in, in, in Gottingen. That is the ultimate prize. They rang out on top of everyone. In fact, every number, if, when you go in the center, 26, week 26, that's in a class by itself. That and above everything else. On the creature's level, of course, there's nothing between that ranking and God, which is exactly what Professor Daskupta said. You are more close to God than any of us. Of course, Nobel Prize, Nobel Foundation doesn't give, you understand, they're not, they're not dumb enough to try to, you know, try to rank God. They're trying to rank black people. It's like the next people they're going to be, the uh, next entity to be, be ranking will be God. But you have not seen uh, Nobel Foundation giving prize to God. So it's not surprising they're not giving Nobel Prize to the black people other than the so-called peace prize, which further, you know, peace, <laughs> they call, this is a physics prize I was supposed to be given long time ago, tons of them. In fact, all the Nobel Prizes from now till, from since 1990 till eternity belongs in Gaga if it has any value. But since it's worthless, you know, it doesn't belong there. Like I said, it's like a tiger giving prize to humans. So that's, that is out of the question. Any other questions? Uh, yeah, in two minutes, we better um, go ahead and do muscles. We want to do muscle like every hour. You know what I mean? So, um, then, uh, I, I, can you go? Uh, you're a little low now. Can you uh, talk okay, a little bit more? What, what I was saying, in two minutes, we better have a commercial. We want to have a commercial every hour. Oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. Okay, yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be about approximately 15 minutes, you know what I'm saying, the commercial. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so you want me to take you to the point of that, and then and then we'll wait for 15 minutes? Yeah, I mean, we only got a minute, you know. Um, okay, okay, but if then let the questions. I like to hear questions. That's the whole dynamics. I like to hear questions because, see, first of all, when we say go donate, that's the best use of your money. You are not giving me money, not giving a profit. You're giving yourself money. But it's tied into you getting back on track with your life as the most intelligent creature. This intelligence is money. It's the real money. Then you have uh, all the money you need to do whatever you need to do. Like get a copy of Gagot books. That's what we're talking about when you say go and donate. Should be a lot of joy. Not only are they donating to Ofapit and Gagot. All right, all right, all right. We're going to go ahead and go on break. Uh, we'll be back around 8.15. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Oh, 
Welcome to Raw Authentic Media with Dr. Gabriel Yebu. We be here every Sunday starting at 7 p.m., all right? Here we go. Raw Authentic Media. Yeah. 
Yeah. 
Raw Authentic Media. We on the call with Dr. Gabriel Uyibu. Great time has now ended, and we will proceed with another commercial at 9 p.m. How's it going, doctor? I'm right here. All right. Yeah, uh, if anybody have any questions, go ahead and um, type it in the um, um, chat box. Okay, thank you. All right, question. Okay, this question for here is um, the question is what what was that that made you interested in discovering the theory of everything? Where where where, where did the where did the passion lies to even make such a uh, pursuit? That's a good question. Well, the passion came from uh, learning about myself and my race. That's where the passion developed from. Uh, when I was born in Ida, as Idaho, without a know, I learned from the real teachers, my father and the other elders. And um, so in the process, I, uh, I discovered who I am and where I came from and what is the legacy of my people, the black people. That's how I uh, got started. The elders, the black elders, taught me that as a black man, um, we moved from the Niger, uh, sorry, the, the river, Nile River Valley, the Nile Valley, to the Niger Valley and other river valleys in the continent. And um, and we left a huge civilization from the on the Nile Valley. Some of the highlights of which were the pyramid, the most geometrically precise structure in the history of creation. I suddenly history of humanity. So, and that, before we erected that monument, we designed and erected that monument, which is why the Gagan Monument is very critical. We were blessed by God with the gift of chemistry, which is a black magic. The mystery of the ancient Africans, we were blessed with it where we were creating all kinds of things miraculously. We created gold from scrap and all that. And then we're blessed with the geometry. We call God Jah. So geometry became the study of God. When you study God, that eventually got proven 
to be geometry, I mean, what you call geometry or space-time, you are studying, you know, geometry. So that geometry advanced to the level so high that we uh, designed and constructed the pyramids. And like I said, it's the most precise structure in the history of creation of humanity. Now, that took a lot of mathematics, what you call mathematics. Mathematics is our vocabulary. The real word is ma, which was the name of our civilization before the Kemetic civilization. Ma, M-A-A. When the Arabs came in, or the Greeks and so on, they added the T to it, ma'at. And the Greeks, Greeks especially were so amazed with the word ma that they repeated it twice, ma, ma, or ma'at, ma'at, and then added the I-C-O-S, which is the trademark of their language, ma'at, ma'atikos. And by the time we reached England, they dropped the O part and it becomes mathematics. So, when I was given this kind of background as a young black person, it was, you know, amazing to say the least. I saw God's love for the black people. I saw God's blessing to the black people. And um, <laughs> that led me to the obsession with finding a niche in that blessing and in that uh, love of God, love that God has for us. And in many ways, that's the only way we could go anyway. Because after God has shown us so much love and blessing, it obviously was very hard for our ancestors to turn that into some destruction. So, I knew in my soul, as a result of that learning, that any black person, if they got what I was blessed with in terms of the learning from the elders, they, like myself, will find a niche for themselves in that legacy and update it, which is how I got started. A pyramid is the basis of geometry. It's what set the tune for the study of the study called geometry. Because the Pythagoras theorem is in the pyramid, the so-called Pythagoras theorem. That is more like Perushabaka theorem. A black man invented the so-called Pythagoras theorem. Because not only did Asian Africans know that, they used the precision that 
pyramid is known for is based on the so-called Pythagoras theorem or, you know, Kintat theorem or Imhotep theorem. So that was used in constructing. In other words, for example, one of the precision was how a column can actually, you know, stand perpendicular to the, to the ground. Exactly perpendicular, that's not 90 degrees. If you have the numbers 5, 4, and 3, okay, where the, you know, in terms of shaping a pyramid, the pyramid is basically, a section of pyramid is a, tri a triangle. So if the vertical line that, you know, depicts the peak of the pyramid is 5 feet, and the base is 3 feet, sorry, if it is, the, the vertical one is four feet, and the base is three feet. If you, the hypotenuse, that's the line that joins the top of the four to three, to the bottom of the three, is five, then that column will be exactly 90 degrees to the floor. That's a kind of precision that nobody else could match. But we knew that. That is, the, that is that theorem is the Spero Shabaka or Kintoto Imhotep theorem in reality. You know, an attempt was made by the Greeks to steal it by uh, classifying it as the Pythagoras theorem. The pyramid was built, you know, somewhere 20,000 years before Pythagoras ever existed. And <laughs> you understand, since that theorem has to be known before one accomplished such a precision, it proved very loud and clear. Pythagoras had nothing to do with the theorem that has his name currently. So all this began to get into my head. And as a result, by the time I reached the high school, I mean the elementary school, I was so advanced. I skipped so many classes. You understand, I was scared moving out of elementary school uh, because I was going to the high school without the certificate I ever attended elementary school. Later on, I would talk to one of my mentors, Professor Paul Garvina, and he said he did the similar thing. Guy that got uh, a PhD from Harvard mathematics department at the age of 20. But... <laughs> While I was doing that, I was so scared because if I was thrown out of high school, there would be no evidence I ever attended any school. But that's what happened to me. Now, but while I was high school, uh, sorry, elementary school, in the fifth year, uh, I first was challenged to exhibit the spirit of what I was taught by the elders where they were adding uh, the attendance record for every student, which must show that you have at least 75% present. You, are, you have to be at least 75% present uh, for you to get any promotion. It doesn't matter if you are the best, if you are the a genius or anything like that in the class, you will never be promoted unless you are present for 75% of the school period, school time. So then, you know, they selected the five best students, 
And they selected me, but my teacher selected me grudgingly. Because even though my grades my grades were <laughs> were on top in mathematics, he didn't like my being a noisemaker. And noisemaking came from what you're hearing right now. I learned so much from the elders, and I was in a position to teach other brothers and sisters who were not that fortunate like I was. So, of course, that turned me into a noisemaker. So, uh, but anyway, so he gradually selected me and gave me and asked me to participate, but I didn't get a calculator, something that was going to be used to record the numbers. And so what happened was he will call out the list or the attendance per week. And um, so he would ask us to add them. But since I didn't have a calculator, I really couldn't add. I was just there, just symbolically. The other four had the calculators. And so he ran, and the one thing that was, was put out there was the, the highest number, the highest number or uh, highest um, attendance, the highest number of attendance for the year. They, they put it on the board. And since they had to compute the 75% of, of minimum, uh, they will add the numbers of attendance for every student and then compare with this ultimate, the highest possible attendance. So he began to read the attendance for the first student. And uh, per week, it came to like 15 or somewhere there. So he would write the number, the guy who was present for the first week, 13, 14, and all that for approximately 40 years, I mean 40 weeks of the year. So by the time he ran the number, the records for the first student, um, I found the answer, the numbers for you know for the uh, for the student. But I had no calculator. I was sitting on the desk with my hands folded. <laughs> And of course, the teacher heard my answer and uh, he said, Oyibo, shut up, you are a noisemaker. Please let me hear the real answer. So about a minute or two later, they, <laughs> they were able to crunch the numbers and came out with the real answer. And it came out exactly like what I just indicated. So he looked at me. <laughs> there was somebody in language of a shock, but he, he contained it and, and pretended it was, not a pro, it was nothing. So he said, all right, lucky guess, Oyebo, let's move on to the next student. So they ran the first student, second student again, and I came up with the answer again way before the people with the calculator. And again, say, Oyebo, please, you know, you're still interrupting. Let me hear the right answer. When he heard the right answer again, it was exactly what I said. <laughs> By the third time when I you know, did it again, he stopped the whole operation and he said to me, Oyibo, I know that you are a noisemaker, 
but I had no idea you are also possessed. Can you possibly tell me how you could add 40 numbers that are decently sizable uh, without a calculator and faster than people with a calculator? And I said, oh, really? Well, okay, I can tell you. And I said, well, <laughs> uh, God has shown what you're doing to me with a background that perhaps most people do not think about. That background is everybody in the class would be interested in a promotion. So that says that everybody will be attending the schools most of the time. So when you're reading your first guy, you know, he had a lot of perfect attendance per week for most of the weeks. So his absent, absent, the time he was absent was like 10 or something like that for the whole year. So I took that from the, the highest attendance number that was put on the board. I think, <laughs> you understand? I just make a note of how many times he was absent as opposed to the numbers that were written, which was the time he was present. So it was easier, mental, mental trivial, tri you know, trivial, triviality to just add the numbers he was, he was absent. And you subtract it from the total, that's where I got my answer. So he looked at it and he saw the myth. The mystery was out of what I did. And so when people actually understood that, they began to ignore the calculator and do it mentally. That was my first encounter, and I thought everybody would, knew what I was doing. It was straightforward. Anyway, um, you know, he moved, we moved on to high school. And high school, St. Augustine, the elementary school, St. Boniface, that was a Catholic school. At uh, St. Augustine, was another Catholic high school, and uh, very, you know, well-known as international uh, student body, and that's in Nigeria. And uh, so we had a discipline master, teacher, uh, Father Bergeron, who really was, uh, you know, come from the area between the, you know, the, uh, France and Germany, the, the borders there. But I think he was mostly more German than he was French. Anyway, so I came in there, and they had gotten a background about me already where they noted me as a noisemaker. So, and, of course, they were ready for me. So each time I tried to teach the other students about my experience, of course, I was labeled a noisemaker and I was given a punishment. And that punishment was to add numbers, 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4, right on to whatever number the discipline, you know, master, uh, you know, feels like it, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, as a measure of my punishment. So they gave, uh, gave me a number. You know, I don't remember exact number right now, the N, you know, that's, Number, adding number one to N. And it took me quite a while to add the first number, I mean, this punishment. And I had to do that 
before I could go and do my homeworks and everything, you know. And so that time was very, very difficult for me to take it out, and, and I must be correct before I could, you know, actually, without a calculator, of course. So I did that, and I sweated. Eventually managed to be successful. The second offense, I was given a similar punishment, except the number was higher. Again, I sweated through it and managed to survive. During the third episode or so, may have been the fourth one, but by the time of the fourth or third one, God had shown me the formula for adding that number, which is if the N was the last number, I'll divide the N by two if N was an even number. If it was an odd, you know, then I would divide N by two. Sorry, N plus one by two. I multiply it by N uh, plus one or N, you know, N, uh, N you know, in, depending on whether it is odd or not. So it was N times N plus one divided by two. That's the formula. Now, when God revealed this formula to me, I actually was blessed with the, by God with the proof, a geometric proof that makes it a theorem. So I knew the number was, the answer, the formula that God gave me was correct. So, and, and I, I, you know, in going to show the teacher my solution uh, in terms of the computation that he asked me to do, I was ready with the proof just in case he disagreed with it. Of course, when he checks my work, he uses a calculator, okay? So, and I could prove that what I had was correct. And if you try it yourself, you know that it's correct. Try to add numbers from 1 to 10 or 3 or 1 of them. You will see that if the last number is N, you, do, you know, you multiply the N by N plus 1, divide it by 2, it will give you the perfectly correct answer. So anyway... <laughs> I did that, and, uh, and I took it. By the time he reached his office, it's a guy with a lot of humor and a very serious disciplinarian. By the time he reached his, he reached his office, I uh, brought him the answer. And the number was fairly large. And he, he said, uh, you know, he sat down, and you already had the answer. It was less than three minutes. And I said, yeah. And he said, what? I said, yes. And I showed him. And he ran the thing to his calculator and said, yes, you are correct. And then he says, um, how did you do it? And I showed him the formula. And he looked at the formula and he saw and everything. And he said to me, do you realize what you've done? And I said, uh, yes, I found a shortcut for your punishment. And he laughed. And he says, no, beyond that. And then I said, no. He said to me, does the name Gauss, G-A-U-S-S, mean anything to you? Ironically, or amazingly, the same Gauss. I encountered Gauss in 19, the early 60s. Okay, I encountered it through doing a punishment. He said to me, do you 
realized, and I said, no. He said, well, he said, do you, have you ever heard of Gauss? And I said, no. The name, I know black people bear all kinds of <laughs> names, but I've never seen a black man with Gauss before. You know, so I have no idea who you're talking about. He says, well, in the European world, the three greatest mathematicians are Newton, Euler, and Gauss. And when you look at the pure mathematics dimension, Gauss will, be, will edge those other two out as the greatest pure mathematician of all time in the European ranking. And, um, and I said, what? And he said, okay, so what? He said, I said to him, he said, well, he came into that fame by discovering the formula that you have discovered independently. And I said, what? He said, yes. I said, wow. <laughs> Do you have a testament? Do you have a book? And I could read on this. And he gave me, pulled out a book and gave it to me. And I read it, and it they clearly showed the thing. What surprised me, though, it was the proof that Gauss gave for that formula was different from mine. But mine was the proof, which another was saying that I could have laid an independent claim to the formula myself. But it was enough for me to admire Professor Frederick Gauss. And, that, and in the process, I learned what needed to be done, what I needed to do in order to pursue excellence in mathematics research. I was about 13 years old. And so, um, so I began to found, find out about others, you know, legendary people. And I knew that whatever happened, based on what I was, I was already taught by the black elders, that it were, they were building up on the contribution from the black people in terms of the geometry in Kemet. So I made the connection. I said, wow. Okay, so I look up Newton, I look up Euler, I look up uh, Albert Einstein and all these old folks. And, um, and so... I read that Albert Einstein was looking for a unified field theory. Um, and I began to read up on it. And then it was said that he searched throughout, you know, 55. Now, this was about 10 years, 10 years later. Okay? He, he transformed in 1955 without actually finding that unified field theory. So I read about it, and like I said, that was 10 years after he had transformed on, and I was like 13 or somewhere there, a little, maybe a little older. Now, so he wasn't able to find it, but he left a hint. That hint was that he believed the solution to the problem lies in geometry. I said, wow. I've heard so much about geometry already being a, a, a black invention. So if the problem has a solution, the black people will have a good shot at it because the geometry is in our blood. That's the answer to your question. That's what motivated me into going into the search. Wow. But in the process, of course, I knew 
I was told he was a physicist first before being a mathematician or mathematical physicist. Mathematical physicist. That means it's physics first, and he uses mathematics though. So he's kind of like an applied mathematician. So, um, so I said, okay. But if he says geometry, is it? But that's pure mathematics. That's the real math. And I was doing well already in my school. They, call, they gave, gave me a nickname after the punishment and other things. They, make, they, they gave me a nickname, which is Mr. Calculus. Some will call me Rombus Calculus and all kinds of things. Those who didn't like me very much, they will call me Mad Calculus. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, it gave me a lot of interest. I was very happy. I was getting more involved with geometry. I had fun reading all the theorems in, German, in, in geometry. I took delight. That became my preoccupation, how to prove theorems, especially the geometric theorems. And so high school went, and I continued to get into this search for the unified field theory. Now, I, knew, I didn't know enough physics to you know, be dealing with theory, but I knew that I was in love with geometry. So, and remembered, reminded myself that Albert Einstein's hint was, it's going to come from a geometric, a geometric. He believes it, is, it lies in geometry. So I continued, and one thing led to the other, appeared. I came over, finished my undergraduate uh, in Nigeria, where I did a thesis. The undergraduate had thesis in Nigeria. A thesis on, you know, rocket science, really. During that time, I didn't know that the father of rocket, rocket or rocket science was a black man. I didn't know that. But I was delighted to, you know, do a, an undergraduate thesis on rocket science. But, but again, I knew also, I was also sensitive to the idea of being written off as some kind of abstract mathematician, even though my real strength was in pure mathematics. I wanted to be an all-rounded kind of mathematician where I should be able to apply if I believe because that's what happened with our ancestors. They, they knew the raw mathematics or the pure mathematics, but also applied it into the building of the geometry. So that became my role model, the, the black pure mathematicians, geomet geometricians became my role model. So I said, well, um, I'm going to study geometry as much as I could. And one thing led to the other. The thesis I wrote in rocket science, even though it was called gas turbine testing, it was the rudiments, the fundamentals of rocket science, you know, gas turbines, the dynamics in it, and so on. And my teacher, Professor Peter Wojcik, brilliant Polish uh, uh, um, mathematical scientist. You know, actually, he specialized in thermodynamics. And he told me how he wrote a thesis back in, in Russia controlled Poland or influenced Poland, where he proved the laws of thermodynamics to be wrong. You know, by proving that if they're right, you'll get zero is equal to one. I was very fascinated with that kind of 
uh, you know, I was very, very fascinated. I said, wow. I said, well, proven the laws, the three laws of thermodynamics are wrong. And uh, so anyway, when he supervised my work, uh, after it was all written up and he read through, he called it a masterpiece. Wow. That's, <laughs> for a genius that had to call my work undergraduate as a masterpiece, you know that I got a shot in the arm. And that helped me get more confidence and everything else. Then came on to Ransom Lear, you know, and again, I made sure that I cover all the bases. My focus is mathematics, pure mathematics, as a matter of fact, but I took a lot of courses in applied math, in including aeronautics and so on and so forth. Okay? And, um, and so, you know, after, and I got involved into transformations, which is where I really wanted to be. My doctoral thesis was affine transformations, which is geometry, you know. And from there, I began to re-engage the self university theory. Okay, the affine transformation says, yeah, you understand you can transform problems, you know, uh, into a mathematic space where the problem can be easier. You can see it more geometrically, and so on. And many times it makes it easy to solve it. So I began to see how that connects with the university theory. And lo and behold, in 1990, it popped up. And there are a few things that I can't go into too much detail because of time, uh, in terms of encounter with Germany. Now, with Germany, I was invited to Germany in 1985. And that is a very big piece of my life in terms of it was the year that I delivered three lectures in university called university, Technical University of Aachen. A-A-C-H-E-N. And um, three lectures over there in an international meeting uh, of the, you know, 500, you know, best authorities in the area of aeroelasticity and aerodynamics and so on, and structures. And I was the only one that presented three papers there. Most people, you know, have to collaborate to get one paper in. I had, you know, three papers in there. And so, <laughs> but from there, and the journey was so spiritually, you know, so, so spiritual. It was, I knew something was happening that was special. I took a, a flight on to Germany, and from Germany I actually went to, I, 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 I took a flight on to Nigeria to see my father. And that is one of the most spiritual moments of my life. I arrived there, my father was suffering from prostate cancer. And, um, but just before I arrived, because I didn't warn them, I didn't tell them I was coming, I just surprised them. I got into the door you know, of, the, of the house of the, uh, the, the, was a gated, was gated, and I came in there, and then I opened, uh, people come around, and my father was standing up, agonizing and actually crying before I came in, from the pain from prostate cancer, which is how I got a sense of how horrible prostate cancer is. But as soon as he saw me come in, he was shocked, 
And he said, wow, he called me Audu. Audu, what do you do here? What's going on? And I said, yes, Omar, which is the nickname we call him, I'm here because I came to see you all. I said, okay, but what happened? I said, well, I was invited to Germany, and in after the invitation, the presentation, I decided to come over here. What were you doing in Germany, he asked me. I said, well, I was invited there to deliver three lectures, you know, in University of Aachen, Germany. And he said, son, are you telling me that you actually went to teach the Germans some mathematics? I said, that is precisely what I'm saying, that Omar. And he looked at my eyes, and he knew I was serious. I wasn't kidding. He jumped up and began dancing. He stopped the crying and jumped up and began dancing in front of everybody in the compound. And they, and they were shocked, to say the least. And all they could think of was that I actually brought my father uh, a, million, a billion dollars or something. Because he said, gee, you know, this man was crying just before you arrived, and he's, what the hell, how much money did you bring for him? And <laughs> they asked him, and, and he said to them, he said, no, 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 no. He did, what he brought me is much more than any money. And basically concluded that with what his, you know, that, you know, I brought for him, the joy of it makes him now tell the prostate to go to hell. That even if the prostate killed him today, he has seen the glory of God that he was looking for. That as a black man, you could go and tell the Germans they learned they are geometry and the mathematics from the black people. He said, you fulfilled my life. That was the most touching moment of my life. And uh, so, you know, spend a little time and went back again and come back here. That was 1985. Gagot was beginning to brew already. Because that, that's why I praise the Germans. The Germans have given me a lot of credit. Even though I said the non-blacks, uh, you know, have problems. The Germans have less problems because they're more intelligent. Okay? I remember when Otto, that's O-T-T-O, was in, uh, interviewing me, or oh, sorry, intro, introducing me during the lecture. And he said, well, this is a noted American mathematician, you know, who published more than any other scientist or mathematician in the AIAA journal in 1983. <laughs> okay? AIAA journal, that's American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics journal. Okay, in 1983, the record showed that I published more than any other author. That includes every professor in Harvard, MIT, Stanford, Göttingen, okay, Moscow State, Cambridge, Oxford, anywhere in the world. I published, so he introduced, yeah, he published more than, it's a public record, so if you go to December issue of the same journal, you'll find out, you know, that Oyibo published. So he said, yeah, he published more than any other author. <laughs> and, of course, the German uh, scientists there were not particularly happy. Uh, but uh, also that he did a similar thing again in this lecture, in this international conference, because he has more lectures in this conference than 
any other author because he has three lectures, presented three lectures, and nobody else has three lectures. So he introduced me, but what he said was, when he said, I was a noted American mathematician, what I was trying to do to get when I was brought on the podium, to really get some sense of humor, I said, well, he said an American science uh, mathematician, uh, I just want to say that, yeah, I may be living in America, but I'm actually an African, hoping to get some kind of laugh. And of course, there was no laugh. So of course, I knew there was a job to be done. So anyway, this is the dynamics, 85, okay? Of course, it was the last moment I saw my father almost to the date. Um, you know, my father transformed in 1986. And I had to come back home again the same April. I was there in April in 85, and then came back again to bury my father in April 1986. Now, what also happened in terms of making how that relates with uh, this unified field theory, how did my father relate to the unified field theory, is that Einstein, who, who popularized the search for the unified field theory, transformed on as in died or you know, passed away, April the 18th, 1955. My father transformed on or passed away the same April 18th, but a different year, that is 1986. And I was able to see some connectivity there, spiritual one. So anyway, um, so I buried my father and everything, and lo and behold, we're getting close to 1990. And before you know it, it began to evolve at a fast rate. The Pentagon were picking up on it, and so on and so forth. Especially towards, in the, towards close to 19, around 1989, the Pentagon was, was picking up on the, what was going on. But anyway, so 1990 comes GIJ equal to zero. And a solution to it. That's how the world became shocked. So you can see what actually motivated me started with a knowledge of who God created me to be, which is why uh, we're looking to get a tally on the registration, okay? Uh, God got in Google, and then you will click the first website, which is our website. On top of it, you see, uh, please donate. Click on it, and you get on the donation page, Okay? And the developer's page, among other things, you will see things that will interest you and will make you understand giving God got a donation is the best thing you could do, not only for yourself, but for humanity. The formula there is the largest number, or one of the largest numbers possible. But you can't even write it down unless you have a space as large as the, our solar system. That's how big the number is. And the question from our university here is, we'd like to find anyone outside our university that can answer the question if that number is actually a prime number or not. And we have not gotten any, anybody to answer the question yet. That is low, and the prime number is critical in terms of the securities on computers and so on and so on, and other, and the silos, you know, the, the whole dynamics, you know, uh, of uh, security, you know, so that's a very important question. And we have not gotten any answers from any of the Ivy Leagues or Cambridge or even Gottingen and all that. But that 
that we have the answer here. And the answer is related to the Navy, uh, the uh, Raymond hypothesis, which we, God bless me with the solution. Because gathered, you know, is a revelation from God that infallibly proves that all theorems, including the Raymond hypothesis theorem, and every other theorem originate from one invariant, GI. And theorems are expressed by equations. Uh, that is also all equations. They all originate from one invariant, GI, that was infallibly proven to be God, with orthogonal components GIJ and a divergence of GIJ, J equal to zero. Therefore, G2J, it comes out of that formula. Therefore, the existence of G2J has been verified and recognized by Gottingen University, which is the origin of the okay, Riemann hypothesis. Now, we we got to go on the commercial. we be back at um, 9.15. Uh, that's fine. All right, sir. All right, raw authentic media. We'll be back in approximately 13 minutes from now. We're going to go ahead and um, play a couple of tunes for you guys. So everybody can sit back and relax for quite some time.
on the first three weeks of each month, we'd be going from seven to nine, and then the fourth week of each month, we'd be um we'd be basically you know um, going for like five hours, which would be from seven to twelve. All right, family. So until then, join the session. We go now.
happened. What? Oh, I'm sorry, um. Okay. Can I continue? Yes, yes. Okay. So because they did not know how to prove it scientifically or mathematically, they called it magic. But God got ended that lack of knowledge. When God got, was, you know, God revealed through God, God Afrocosian as the only true element on the periodic chart. So that means anything can be constructed with Afrocosian. And so, God showed a way to approve of what was happening through an example that is on the internet for the whole world to see. As an example of the black wealth. Now, the point here is there are two things here, the health and the wealth. Um, which black people are suffering, uh, uh, how can I say, struggling and really having major problems with currently, I mean, before Gaga. Health and wealth. You are definitely proven through Gaga by order of God to be the richest, because wealth, as we discussed before, is intelligence. So there's no question that you are the, the wealthiest or the most, the richest race. Now, that simply means that when God ordered you to attend the Gagot quarter of a century summit and briefing. Where you supposed to push in the higher gear the whole dynamics of building monuments throughout not only this planet but Mars and everywhere else. God already have proven you to be the wealthiest. God, you see, a God order cannot be disobeyed, brothers and sisters. This is extremely important. It's a God order. God is a God order. Ordaining a black man with ultimate intelligence, status of infinity. Where it has been exactly describes intelligence. Wherefore, for Professor Yibo, God designed the end infallibly to be infinity. Which is how? Because you share Professor Yibo's genes. It's how God declared you, this time infallible and forever, the most intelligent race. And since intelligence is where wealth comes from, you are the wealthiest. That's a God order. The same God order says, well, <laughs> you can't receive such a blessing and sit down and, rot and you know, let it you know, rot. 
You must put it into use and build pyramids, uh, 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 monuments that are supposed to match and excel the kind of precision and the thing you did with the pyramid. That's a God order. But it begins with the summit in December 28. So it is a God order because it's a done deal. It's a done deal. It's a done deal because, of course, you need money to register for it. But the money that you have comes from more than one denomination, one currency. For those of you who have, you know, enough Jim Crow dollar currency, you have enough of it, you go as a go-getter on our website on the donation page and register for $550. See, $550 includes a book on Gaga, the journal on Gaga. And you are required to have a copy of it. Every home must have a copy of it. And given that one similar Gaga book currently, Grand Unified Theorem Discovery, is selling at the rate of $1,620-something per copy. So if you pay 550 for a similar book, you know that you are, you understand, you are already raking in a lot of profit. Now your, you know, very high intelligence is supposed to show you on that basis alone that, Registering is good business. It's more than good business. It's a proof of your intelligence. People are buying the Gagot book at 1600 because they know it's, it's the ultimate classic. So you're getting a version of, you know, that classic for $550. But it's a good order, so you can't fail. And last tally, in terms of registering, we still haven't found one person to register yet. So what does that say? Obviously, it is not because you are poor. It is not because you are unable to afford it. What is really happening is that you have not digested it and understood yet. It's the only reason we're not seeing you registering yet. Which is why I emphasize questions. Questions. You've got to ask questions. Even critical ones. So you can get a sense of what you're hearing. That's really important. So, ask questions because I know that if you understood what we're talking about, you have no problem registering. I would have been counting, by now I'd be counting a hundred or more registrations. But since I'm not saying that, I know you're not hearing me yet. That's why Brother Moon, who's, who has understood, is hosting this show. 
and you should give the brother a hand and give him all the support he needs. Because he understands. He understands the criticality of this. Now, the show has a large number of listeners. Many times, since you can't differentiate who is listening, it's hard to estimate how many black people really are in the audience. One of the ways we get that is when we ask black people and others, but black people, to go on and register, we're not seeing anything happening. That clearly tells us there's not enough black people in the audience. Because through each one, teach many, one black person that understands that will be able to communicate with other black people. And John Glover has offered you a chance where you could go now. I'd like to see how many black people are in the audience. By you going to the donation page and begin your registration with $5. Either to continue as installmental package or we will find you a group if you contribute five dollars right now and i know all of you listening can go on paypal and register putting your five dollars in there the one thing with paypal is just because you go there and put in five dollars as small as it is it doesn't mean that it's gone forever you could ask your money back because you say look this is towards your registration. If you decide you're not going to change your mind, you could request it back. That's the job of PayPal. Now, but in addition, we will match you with 109 other people who are donating, or not donating, well, we call it donation because you really can't buy any value here. So you pay the very minimum. So when you put in $5, which all of you listening now can do, and i like to see that, i like John to give me a tally that says a 1,000 people have put in their $5. But even 110 will register that group as one group coming into the briefing, which deals with our second objective, it's not necessarily second in ranking, but it's a very important objective in this broadcast. One is for you to hear the God order. Or then you're a black man with ultimate intelligence. And your race, your own race, the ultimate, the most intelligent race infallibly. If you are hearing that and digesting it, I will be seeing the registrations right now. If there are no black people in the audience, I will see that right now. Now, I'm not saying it. It's a very clear evidence there's not enough black people in there. And the few that are in there are not understanding well enough. Now, that is how God sees things. God sees, God is more than a 2020 vision. It's a gargotical vision. Nothing hides from us, whether we see physical or not. We, we can tell the truth. That's how I told you I could see the entire universe. So I understand what is going on. 
in the audience. I get your vibrations. So when I say go register, it's a way of gauging who is in the audience. That is the infinite intelligence that God blessed me with. So therefore, go register. Hey, then you're a few there now. Non-blacks, especially the Germans, will register as well. Because Germans are intelligent. They followed Gagot from the beginning. And they've honored Gagot better than any other, at least non-black, people so far. And the Indians are also there. Professor Dasgupta rated Gagot properly with all his credentials as a mathematics professor and physics professor. And his is very unique in the sense that he comes from a caste system called India that God has turned upside down now. Therefore, his ranking is extremely important. By declaring me as closer to God than any other person, he has declared my race closer to God than any other race. Which turns the caste system that has the black people in India in the very bottom. They don't even share part of God. It has turned that upside down. So the world has changed forever. The caste system is destroyed. Forever. And certainly over here in America, the days of looking black people as a three-fifth of a human being is dead forever. It's now five-thirds. So there's no way a black person in this audience hearing this absolute truth and convincing himself and the, the world he, doesn't have, he or she does not have five dollars to put in the PayPal, which underscores the reality of black people not being present in this particular audience. I would like to see that change because nothing can hide from God. And I speak God's language. Okay? So, that's the only thing you must listen to, the God's language. And for those, those of you who talk about heaven, it's the only way you can get to heaven. It's a, it's a necessary condition for you to even think about heaven is that you speak God's language. And part of God's language is, if God can do what God has done for you as a people, you cannot be hesitating in registering to come and praise God in December. That's God's language. You have suffered for 2,500 years. And God has delivered you from that suffering. In recent years, I'm sorry, recent months rather, or within the last couple of years, a lot of lynchings of black people, the most precious lives, have been destroyed. And one of the most touching ones is Sandra Bland. Our mother, daughter, wife, was murdered. As a mother, she and her children are being lynched. 
when God gives you a solution to that problem promptly, like like Gagot, you can't say on the one hand, you're mourning Sandra Bland and not deal with the monument, which was the absence of which was responsible for her being assassinated. The world described her assassination as due to her being assertive. Another one saying he was a genius. A country where a black woman is assassinated for being a genius must be changed. And it has already been changed. But if you're not building a pyramid to materialize that change, you are encouraging more assassination of black people. But as you are encouraging more assassination of black people, you are breathing power into the, into the souls of the black race who are infallibly the most powerful race as a result of Gagat. You are forcing them to the limit. And when you force the black people to the limit, it's Armageddon. Nobody wants to do that. You don't want to force black people to the limit. But you're pushing us too close. Sandra Bland is a turning point. When you murder our mother because she's assertive or a genius, most black people know that. It is the one thing you do to them. There's one thing you do to black youth especially, and all black people, that will get, definitely manage to get any black person angry, which is two words. Your mama. So if a disrespect of a mama causes a black, a black anger, you can imagine what killing their mother is. Sandra Bland is a turning point. Make no mistake about it. And I notice that in the same prayer review, they just humiliated a councilman there. Councilman Miller was humiliated there and in a taste to the ground. And it is our understanding the sheriff de deputy or some kind of deputy that was responsible for Sandra Bland's assassination was involved in this one as well. It's time for the police department to pick up Gagat and learn a serious lesson. They have to, part of their so-called cultural diversity education should understand the GIJ, J equal to zero. It's a trillion times bigger than E is equal to MC squared. As a matter of fact, E is equal to MC squared is a little piece, a little tiny piece of GIJ, J equal to zero. 
and that since police cannot lynch the Jewish people anymore, they have no business of thinking for a second lynching black people. That is very, very serious offense. And when I came on Brother Moon's show, it was to make sure that message is understood. The message must be understood by both parties. Black people have to know, and I'm demanding an indication of you knowing that by your putting $5 in the, in the, on the PayPal tonight and other days. Your $5 that will show me you understand the God order. We're declaring you as the most precious race. Your lives don't just matter. Without your lives, there's nothing left. The rest of humanity cannot survive. That's why it's a suicide. The murder of black people is a suicide for the rest of the world. In more than one way. And especially at the junction where God has given us the ultimate, not just black people, the rest of humanity and the rest of the creatures, the ultimate blessing that Professor Stephen Hawking never thought was going to be ever possible. That what we'll be interested in right at this moment is how to destroy lives is very shameful, which must be stopped. And non-blacks, you have no real reason to hate yourself that much. But one thing, you are our children. You don't, be a, you don't like to be a, a bad boy, a bad girl, mostly bad boys. Because the non-black women sympathize with Sandra Bland. They were disappointed to see she was assassinated because she was assertive. So those bad boys must, must, must stop being bad boys and become gargotical. Follow the example of Germany, of Germans, the brilliant. So that is the piece. Now, the confusion in not registering also comes from a similar source. And especially Texas is con continuing hi their history. They're still lynching black people when it is forbidden totally, more than ever, to touch a disrespected black person, let alone lynch them. You you're, you're repeating the Juneteenth dynamics. Where you choke black people's intelligence to the point where, even after the emancipation, black people were still kept on the so-called plantation. One year after so-called emancipation. That's what you're doing right now. And leaders in Texas must wake up. That's backwardness. Since 1990, you've reversed 
your fraudulent dynamics of putting black people as a three-fifths three of a human being to approximately five-thirds. You put the three in the bottom and five on top. That's the reality. Yale has since verified that. Nine over six is approximately five over three. That's a figure. That's a God order. That not only you must hear, but the black people need to hear and switch gears. Reverse your doubt. See, problem is when you have an inversion in your head, it's like walking on your head and thinking with your, with your feet. That's why there's so much confusion. But you've been reverted back to your head up and your feet on the ground. And it's that mode that I want you to be in to now go into PayPal on our donation page. The formula alone on the donation page, even if there's nothing else, that formula that your life depends on is a good enough basis to throw in all you have, literally, into the part that helps you live a better life. Every money that, is, that you get in there is to get you to restart your life over, over again. You get a copy of the Gagot book, you can sell it. Rather than being a slave, you're not supposed to be on a plantation for anyone anymore. You're supposed to create the plantations. The rest of the world needs to be reporting to you and working for you now. That's the only way the world can continue in any health. Otherwise, God will be working for us. God will be our slaves. Our intelligence, there's nothing between us and the Creator. The rest are below us. That's what inversion of three over five means. Five, I'm sorry, inversion from three over five to five over three. Five is bigger than three. That's what we're talking about. I say I haven't seen any action yet. I'm looking forward to an action that shows somebody's understanding. The God order. That's why I'm here. Of course, there's no problem if you don't understand. But ask a question. See, the part of the $5 piece, in other words, you can come to the briefing with $5. There's no way you can convince yourself you couldn't do that if you understand the seriousness of, of what we're talking about. Even if you're not coming, just go in and put in a $5. Maybe somebody can come. You have that $5, and if you have understanding, you will go to PayPal. And while you're at it, like I said before, you must support Brother Amun's, all his effort. You go on his website and, you know, you know make donations as well. Or if you donate on our website, label it a piece of it you want from Brother Amun, you know, for us, and we'll pass it on to him. Because he's doing a damn good job. Now, so that's the dynamics. And the other thing is, when we say $5, it deals with 
one part of our major problems, which is unity. When because you do not have 500 Jim Crow dollars, you use your real currency, which is your intelligence. It is, it, was, it is with that intelligence that you unite with other sisters and brothers. So we're going to help you unite with 109 other people when you put in $5. You can't get any simpler than that. Again, that emphasizes that the only reason you will not do that right now is that what I'm talking is, is just to use jargon. You're not understanding it. Come out, however, and ask questions. Tell us where your problems are. Because it's about the three components of existence philosophy, which is intelligence is number one. Well, because it all comes from God. Then Uma, I'm sorry, Ojuma. Intelligence is Uma in the original human language, the, the Gala, the, the, the black language, Uma, Oma. Then the second one is respect or Ojuma. Ojuma, that's respect. And the third one is love. Those are the essential dynamics of existence. But it all ties together, you know, when, when Bob Marley talks about one, one love, it's all one. You have to have intelligence because the Ojima is the, is the African language, you know, the, uh, vocabulary for respect. Ojima. Ojima means ma, of course, is intelligence. Oji means due to, due to intelligence, which is a phrase from the sentence that says, respect is a glory you give to God, not the person that you're supposed to be respecting. You're giving the glory to God for blessing such a person with intelligence. Or entity with intelligence. That's what respect means. So if you don't have intelligence, you're not going to respect. You're not even going to respect yourself, let alone respect other people. It's an attribute of God in terms of God blessing somebody with intelligence. And love is again the glory you give to God. It's called Ufedo. Okay, Ufedo. In, in the, the African, original African language, Ufedo. That's love. Love is a glory gift to God. For God giving an entity, an admirable, an admirable attribute, an admirable uh, feature. Many times people look at it from the good looks or whatever, but it goes more than the good look. Okay? It's not just look, but, you know, the goodness. It's about goodness. The blessing of goodness, the blessing of goodness to the entity. You give glory to God.
for that is called love. But when you're doing that, the person that you supposed to be loving feels good. It feels, you know, the person has a worth. It's worth being admired. It's admir- admir- admiration. You know, they are, they are uh, blessing from God. Okay? Which can include intelligence also, but it could be body, I mean, you know, physical beauty or, or other things that are good, especially a substantial one, not just superficial one, but substantial one. So he said, God, you are the greatest for making a sister so beautiful, for making a, a sister so kind, or a brother considerate. That's what love is, but it's a glory to the Almighty God. And what we're asking you to do in terms of registering is actually show love for yourself. Show love for your children. Show love for Sandra Bland, a brilliant black woman. Beautiful. You have to give glory to God for the blessings God gave her as our mother. And those who perpetrated, who are responsible for her death, need to know because I'm speaking on behalf of the entire black people how we feel about Sandra Bland and her children, like, you know, a brother, Brother Day, okay, and Brother McDowell, who was slaughtered in a wheelchair. That's shameful, extremely shameful. But, it, you know, both parties must share some of the shame and get over the shame and do something that is godly. And part of that is to come to the briefing. So this is extremely important. And the appeal will continue until we began to get our, ourselves back together. And like I said, Brother Amun is doing tremendous things for the black race. And must be supported in every way possible. Let me also tell you that on arrival of the East Coast MC Squared, it has a monument. This is the loudest part of the of the of the, the problem we have right now. If you look at the Gaga video, Professor Gio Yibo successfully proves Gaga on YouTube. You will see towards the end, the last ten minutes. You will see how, maybe last 20 minutes, you will see how E equals MC squared, you know, came out of Gagat. In other words, with Gagat, I have an independent claim to E equals MC squared, just like any other equation. So if that is the case and is proven infallibly, And that little piece, E equals MC squared, one, like Brother John Glover said, one out of infinity. One out of infinity is as close to zero as you can get. If that one out of infinity can get the monument, you can see how it's embarrassing for us as a people that we can't build a pyramid or, I mean, a, a monument. That is contrary to what we did when we're building the pyramid. We didn't need anybody to appeal to us to build a pyramid for the gift of 
you know, geometry and, and chemistry. You didn't need it then because your mind was functioning. Today you are suffering from AIDS, acquired intelligence deficiency syndrome, brought on you by Jim Crow. And perhaps that's what a brother or sister was saying earlier by saying, well, you know, how if we're so great, how come we've been dominated? Not anymore. Jim Crow has surrendered. Thanks to the German brilliance. They surrendered because they now know better. And our world has never been on, on terrorism anyway. Because God does not operate with terrorism. God does not operate in terrorism. God is a creative God. A non-destructive God. And we take our cue from that. And you know what this additional part of the power is? Even when we have to deal with bull O'Connor dogs, we manage to survive it. Behalia Jackson sang us through the, you know, the, the Negro spiritual, through the horrors on the, on the plantation. But we were acting anyway. Because that was never and can ever be real. That was acting. Just like you're acting right now, you pretend you don't have $5 to go on PayPal. That's acting. It came from the same source. But God has now given you a God order. You can't be acting in and being like somebody else and not being yourself anymore. That's what this broadcast is about. You must return back to yourself. It's a God order. And the fact of not getting any question that disputes your call to, to global leadership, since I've not heard any questions, that says you have doubts about the God order. We're declaring the most intelligent race and the wealthiest race, race and the most powerful race. Exercise that blessing by going to PayPal and putting five bucks in there. Okay? You could put additional money and dedicate it for Brother Amun. Amun uh, programs, the programs that he's, you know, I would be delighted to pass that on. There's some huge things here that are going on that requires a lot of, you know, involvement of the black people and even the non-blacks at large because your life depends on our being coming, returning back to ourselves again and shaking off the shackles of acquired intelligence deficiency syndrome. That's basically what is going on. I needed somewhere in the neighborhood zillion dollars to compete for the search for the university theory. Somebody was asking me a question before, what was the motivation? I needed that to compete with the rest of the world in going for search. Because of the acquired intelligence deficiency syndrome, I didn't get a penny of that from my people, but God provided it anyway. In the real currency, that's intelligent 
And you have a piece of intelligence, a significant piece. Jim Crow rates you at 28 compared to there are 19. The Jewish people can build a monument for its equal to MC squared. You are playing, you know, you are not, you are acting by saying you can't do it. Or that you can't even gather to deliberate on it. That's not you. And yourself must begin to come up. So again, I'd like to hear some questions. If I'm not seeing a registration, even for $5, I'd like to hear what's on your mind in terms of what is stopping you from doing it. I'd like somebody to tell me, gee, they're too poor to do it. I'd like you to ask questions. Yeah, um, the questions that we do have, um, we're going to have to ask them after the break because some people, most people is in the chat room right now, you know what I'm saying? They type their question in the chat room. But uh, we'll be thinking about um, 15 minutes. That's good. Uh, all right.
promise you do. Forget being the product of my environment. I should give us a product and rather talk to sheep. So why? I'm the hood by the sheep. I'm the hood by the sheep. I'm not in the hood. Nothing about your feet. You have to stop me. You know why? It's all the hood by the sheep. All the hood by the sheep. I can't be in the product of my environment. Welcome to Raw Authentic Media every Sunday, the fourth Sunday of each month. We're going to be going on for like 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. with Dr. Gabriel Yebu. The first three weeks of each month is going to be from 7 to 9 p.m. Of course, both of the times will be EST. In order to get more information in regards to Raw Authentic Media, and God get, make sure you visit K-I-N-G-G-E-E-I-N-C.com. That's King G Inc.com. And let me mention, not the King, the G with the double E, and Inc. as an I-N-C, not Ink Pen. All right? Dot com. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, forward the floor to Dr. Gabriel Yebo. Thank you very much. Uh, you said you had the question before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the question was um about the um Vermont mathematical theorem. If someone wants to know about um the Vermont hypothesis, um, yes. yeah. Did you make any contributions to that? I guess that's what they want to know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's, a, that's an interesting question. Yes, 
God blessed me with a proof of the firmest last theorem because um, that is why, again, I need to see the registration. Uh, it's unbelievable that such a thing can come out from one formula one, because it's the totality of all theorems. So Fermat's last theorem is one of those theorems. And sure enough, the solution is right there in Gagan. And as a matter of fact, that has not even been published yet. But it's done. The proof is the, is the, is the most elegant. And ask that person to call us. You know, call the numbers if he's really interested. This is some of the things we touch on in this one-day intensive for 28, December 28. Okay? Yes, believe it or not, God bless me with the solution to the Fermat's last theorem. That's not all, because it's all, they say, all of them, the seven so-called toughest more problems are simply seven GIJs that come out of Gagan. And they're all in there. That's what's amazing. That's what's unbelievable. But it's real. So if this person that's asking about Fermat's last theorem is really serious, let him come to the briefing. Let him go and register and come on to the briefing. Fermat's last theorem, the Koshiriman generalization, um, the, all the theorems of Gauss, especially the divergence theorem, the generalization, and all the physical laws and all that, all of them are in Gagan. There's nothing outside of Gagan. Definitely the, the Riemann hypothesis is also in Gagan, and that is, is part of the presentation. So how could you be hearing something like this and, and you can't even... <laughs> you understand? That's that's why this, you know, the problem is extremely clear. You see, hearing my voice, with all due respect, as Gottingen showed, Stephen Hawking didn't even make the list. Stephen Hawking, you you will pay anything to listen to Stephen Hawking. But the Gottingen list, neither Stephen Hawking or even Einstein made the list. Where Gagot is number one, Stephen Hawking did not have an entry. I didn't see him when I looked, right from number one to 52. I didn't see Stephen Hawking. That's a brief history of, of time, uh, a book he wrote. If it had any real stuff in it, it would have come on the list. I didn't see anything like that. Nor did I see Einstein's piece either, either. Einstein's competitor, however, was on the list. That is Professor David Hilbert was not only a colleague, they're about the same generation, but competed with Einstein vigorously in the search for the um, for the general relativity. Both of them apparently had the equations for general relativity. Einstein ended up by publishing his, you know, faster, 
early or faster. That's a colleague. So the German went, Germans found a place for David Hilbert. They didn't have a place for Professor Einstein anymore. But Hilbert was equivalent on at least the application of math. On the pure math, you know, he won't be uh, competing with Raymond. I'm sorry, uh, David Hilbert, Professor Hilbert. But David Hilbert himself, Professor Hilbert, ended up close to 26, but not quite 26. It was number 24. And since they were averaging contributions that, you know, uh, connects with the modern, so-called modern mathematics, he was edged out from 25 by some Russian, Abramov. Okay? France in in, um, in geometry. And so on. You know, was Abramov's piece, you know, which is a topic in modern. You know, so the point is, Fermat's last theorem like all the theorems, especially number 19, all the theorems, my thesis, I mean, my mentor, one of my mentors, Paul, Professor Paul Garabedian, I mentioned, I must have mentioned his name even today already. He impressed me a lot, and I learned a lot from him. He had a similar background with me in terms of not going through, you know, uh, elementary school formally and all that, or even high school properly. In his case, he didn't even get any high school. It was homeschooled uh, during a time where um, homeschooling was not popular in the 20s. And, um, you know, what happened was he ended up in Harvard, after a bachelor's degree from Brown University, his own father had a PhD in mathematics from Harvard University. And um, so, even though as an Armenian father and a German mother, and those days the Armenians were kind of persecuted. Okay? The point is, Professor Garbina ended up in Harvard and got to graduating with a PhD in mathematics at age of 20. He was born in 1928 and obtained his, his PhD in 1948 before his 21st birthday. That's public record. Put his name on. G-A-R-A-B-E-D-I-A-N. Professor Paul Garabedian. That's who we're talking about. And those of us who are listening can check that out. That's what I'm Or you said before his 21st birthday, he got a PhD? In mathematics from Harvard University, mathematics department. And who is this? Professor Paul Garabedian. Paul Garabedian. Where is he from, Paul Garabedian? Well, you know, his, 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 his father had a background in Russia as an Armenian. And his mother uh, was a German. And he was born here in, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay? And, and, and how old was he when he went to um, Harvard? That was pretty young to begin the PhD. Oh, yeah. No, he, yeah, he, he was in Harvard at the age of 14. Um, was it? Well, 
you know, bachelor was done in, in Brown University, and he, must, he came to Harvard and in a graduate school, so he probably spent three years, so that would take him back to 17 years old. He was 17 years old. How did he get in college that young? Yeah, well, that's a genius in Professor Paul Garabedian. There was a genius, no question about it. Even he himself considered himself a prima donna. And so when he and I were forced to engage by NASA, he invited me to his house, I'm sorry, his office, at, let's see, 250 or 252, somewhere there on Mercer Street, you know, in Granite Village. That's where the Quran Institute is located. And Quran. What, what state was this? Uh, no, this, uh, where he was, it was, first of all, he built, he established the mathematics department at Stanford University. He was the head of the math department that built uh, Stanford University to the pre present status that it has. So his office was in California? Yep, Stanford in California. Okay? His office, his office that you went to, that was in California? No, that was here in New York City, in, Man, uh, in Greenwich Village, in Manhattan. Oh, okay. Greenwich Village. He had the office there on, I think it's 250. There's a, you know, the Courant Institute. Courant is a student of David Hilbert, the one I was just talking about right now. See, the mathematical world is all connected. Okay. Courant came here during the Second World War, I mean, the whole persecution of the Jewish people. Was Jew, uh, German Jew. Okay? So after getting his PhD from Professor David Hilbert, the one that was ranked number two or number three, with Gagot being number one, he produced, Professor David Hilbert produced 69 PhDs from Gottingen Department of Mathematics. You understand? 69 PhD students were produced under by Professor David Hilbert. Wow. That's who was ranked number three below Gagat. So one of his students, one of those 69 PhDs was Professor Courant. Professor Courant. He came into New York University and set up one of the most prestigious mathematics institutions in the world called the Courant Institute of Mathematical Sciences on Mercer Street. I've forgotten the exact number. Those days when I go, he used to invite me to his office. His office was located on, on floor, uh, the 11th floor. And he would invite me over there and he would take me to lunch and we ate some sushis. He was a mentor. But the reason, you know, how he became a mentor was NASA ordering me to go and, you know, talk to him because as a result of the Hodograph publication. That's another topic in itself. So what happened was he invited me and and we engaged and everything, and he began to find out what was going on. There's a letter, one of the nomination letters, from one of his own students. It's a whole long story. 
The bottom line was we met in the late eight, eight, uh, 1980s, okay, just before arrival of Gagat. By about 10 years later, now here's a person who actually says in writing that he sees himself as a prima donna. And when you get a PhD in mathematics from Harvard at the age of 20, and you headed the math department at Stanford and built it, <laughs> you understand? And you come into Quran Institute and have a large budget and so on, you understand? Hey, it's okay to call yourself, to see yourself as a prima donna. And so what he was trying to check out with me is try to try to pull the prima donna spirit on me. And after trying for 10 years, in 1998, he arrived at a conclusion in writing that says, when it comes to intelligence, you cannot pass, you cannot top Oyibo. That's a sense of paraphrasing of what he said. You can't compete with Oyibo after he tried for 10 years. That's in writing. Obviously, that will horrify anyone that hears that. And just before, you know, I saw him last, I once took my children over there to meet with him. And they were delighted, and he loved them. At some point, the rate at which the guy that was unfolding was so much for him that he basically lamented to my very feeling very sad because he basically said to me, says, you know, Gabriel, I never thought I would be competing with you for mathematics prize. And he felt so sad, and so did I. I was overwhelmed. And I tried to tell him, no, he will continue to be my teacher. But what was unfolding was so much for him, he began to lament. And that's when I began to really, you know, you know keep a little distance because he was really feeling it. And by the, well, before he made the statement, you can't, you can't pass Oyibo in intelligence as a prima donna himself. He declared himself, said, look, I'm a prima donna. He says, one of the reasons I can't, com I can't um, consult for Boeing is because each time I deal with their administrators over there, I tend to make them feel small. You know, I felt to um, make them feel inferior. You know, I tell them they are, they're not brilliant enough, they're stupid, and so on. So he says, for that reason... He couldn't really, you know, uh, really do business in terms of consult for them. That's the kind of person we're talking about. And in the, in the course of our communications with each other, he had tried that so many times. Okay? And <laughs> his experience showed him, no, you can't, you can't, you can't do anything with Oyibo. And he summarized that in writing. So I have that, uh, you know, we have that documented. That was April 7th, 1998, he wrote that piece. As Professor 
Paul got obedient. He's an author of the bestseller math book called The Partial Differential Equations by Professor Paul Garabedian. Paul Russell Garabedian. P.R. Garabedian. So now, so what we're talking about is an incredible miracle. No, now what I was going to say about him is while he was in Harvard, he obtained a PhD at the age of 20 under the supervision of the first winner of the Nobel Prize equivalent in mathematics, Paul Alphonse. Alphonse was Professor Garbidan's thesis advisor at Harvard University. The very first winner of the field medal. That's the very first one in the, in the whole world was Professor Garvinan's thesis advisor in Harvard. And of course, like I said, as a student, I used a lot of books from Garvinan, Professor Garvinan, and so on and so forth. So meeting him was, you know, an opportunity for both of us, and so on and so forth. So when he wrote that piece in 1998, I was overwhelmed, and I think just, you know, around 2000 or somewhere, early 2000, he came to that conclusion that now he's competing with me, and I felt so bad. But anyway, that's all because of Gagat. See, Gagat has ushered in so many incredible things that um, it's hard to believe. So what I was saying was, on the Gottingen list, where they rank the very best mathematicians in the world, those who have passed on a long time ago are represented by their successors, like Gauss himself, because the center of the celebration, but he's also additionally represented by David Hilbert, who was his successor. And Euler was represented by Fomenko. And Newton was represented by Atia, you know, at number 19. So the thing with the dynamics of understanding are getting back on track again because they acquired intelligence deficiency syndrome that began, among other things, with the three-fifths of a man or human a projection of Jim Crow on our people has been busted forever. That's, what, um, that's the God order. It has been busted. Totally. So, because the acquired intelligent division syndrome that is heavily backed with the three-fifths of a human being, which, like I said, is what the real position of the non-blacks are, but it was upside down for you. You are five-thirds, not three-fifths. God forced them to overcome that fraud by reversing the numbers. It's five over three, not three-fifths. Three-fifths is for them because five is for you, three is for them. So when they put three-fifths, they are projecting themselves. Five-thirds is the reality. And God forced that through Gadot by declaring my intelligence level to be infinity. 
Haters of infinity. That's a formula. Okay? You can't dispute with formula. That infinity, uh, you know, uh, 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 number is dictated exactly by a formula. Even if it's a function of dynamics, it is an exact formula, which is a solution, as any mathematician would have expected. One of the things that horrified a, a very legendary Cambridge trained professor of mathematics called Professor Ia Abubakar. When he saw the equation as being perfectly correct in his words, and then he came and saw the solutions, Eta Soben, he freaked out literally. That's when he walked to the press and said, listen, folks, you can't fool around. This equation is not only perfectly correct, you know, it is, it is a very big breakthrough. And Cambridge trained people in the, the usual traditional conservative British philosophy that coming from Harvard is like, it's an act of God. I'm not Harvard, but Cambridge University. So the point is, so all this, you know, so Paul Gavidian experienced everyone. I mean, in 1995, after I buried my brother, who was assassinated by Jim Crow forces in 1994, I came into brief. Some of the, including Garabedian and and uh, Professor Julian Cole and you know the former head of math department at, at, at Caltech and uh, of course Professor George Handman, who who is credited for introducing applied mathematics into America. You know he was in the audience. Professor Lee Siegel, one of the uh, uh, you know. Pioneers of mathematical biology and people like that were gathered. And I make a presentation of gathered. And so they said they were shocked with their understatement. The whole hall was silent after I presented it. There wasn't even anybody, <laughs> uh, you know, um, how can I say, situated well enough to be able to ask me questions. They were, it was silent. I remember Professor Julian Cole holding his jaws, watching my presentation. I knew something was happening. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Professor Julian Cole he used to head the mathematics department at Caltech. So, um, so after all this had happened, and um, you understand, I knew it was it, it, God has prevailed. So, from then on, it's one revelation, one shock expression, and, and you know, after the other. So, the point where in 2005, you know, Gottinger made that bold statement to say, yes, who are we kidding? When we have a theorem that summarizes every theorem, including 2 plus 1 equal to 3 is a theorem. That, comes out, that is correct because of Gagot's correctness. If Gagot wasn't correct, that cannot be correct. That's how fundamental Gagot is. So that says, Farmer's last theorem is in there, and I'll be delighted to welcome any of you coming to see 
the proof of the Fermat's last theorem. But equally important is that, you see, Ophapitin's technology is the equivalent, the counterpart of the IAS, Institute for Advanced Studies, created for relativity under Professor Einstein. So the Jewish people not only built a pyramid, um, a monument, the clarity of the parallels is, is what is going to compel every black pe person to understand it. Okay? Now, the Jewish people, when they welcome Einstein here, it was similar to the, in the, the summit we're talking about. He came into Princeton, and the Jewish people got, you know, registered, just like we're asking you to do. They registered to welcome Einstein, and the hall was so full, so filled up with people. Einstein joked, you know, after his presentation, or during the presentation, and said, gee, he had no idea this many Americans love tensors, because he was going to be presenting tensors there in the general relativity and others. He had no idea there were so many people in America that, that love tensors. <laughs> most, most of them, 90% of them, had no idea what a tensor is. But they gathered, registered, and went in there and used the occasion to raise money for the Hebrew University. That's what people who are blessed do. You know, do. And equally importantly, that you brought in that tradition through the pyramids and, and everything else. You dedicated pyramids to glorify God for the blessing of black magic and geometry. That's what you did. You began that ball rolling, and the rest of the world learned uh, right on to the, the 30s and uh, the late 20s and 30s where the Jewish people demonstrated the same thing. Hey, you gave us a formula that is, you know, lament, uh, to, you know, you designed to, to liberate us from the gas chambers. Hey, we can't ignore it, God. Here is a monument in that honor. That's what we're talking about. It's so fundamental. And, you know, you're going to provide the funding for IAS. You don't expect somebody else to go and do that for you. You are supporting Harvard right now. Your taxpayer money goes to Harvard and MIT. MIT in the early 80s or mid 80s were doing a business with the government to the tune of $2 billion a year. That's our public, public fund. And then the Jewish people had an agreement, an understanding, a cooperation agreement to share the power in this country with the WASP, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, as well as the Catholics as well, but mostly. With the formula, they used that, the formula was the bargain chip they had in their hands. And one of the first projects in that partnership, not only was it the Jewish people going to be managing the Federal Reserves, Alan Greenspan 
you know, is one of those, the players in that dynamics, one of the longest, uh, you know, uh, chairperson of the, of the Federal Reserve, okay? But also work together on a project between the WASP and fundamentally the Jews, who are the, the, most of the members of the scientific, scientific component of the Manhattan Project, in which atomic bomb was developed on the basis of E equals MC squared. I hear some black people say, gee, what's the, what's the tangible thing that has come out of Gargan? Let's begin with distilled water. Distilled water is down being consumed by humans. Before Gaga, that was not happening. The only way distilled water was being used was for mixing medicine and for batteries and stuff like that. Today, human beings have been ordered through Gaga by order of God to drink distilled water. It's the only water that's supposed to be drunk by human beings and even other animals. That is one tangible of Gagad, and with it comes long life. That came out of Gagad. may not be an atomic bomb in terms of destructive power, but it's an atomic bomb in the sense that it prolongs life. Just as the smear Einstein were being destructive in terms of a bomb, he loved life. He had appreciation for nature and, and God and the creation and all that. Okay? The marvelous beauty of nature he used, to, he used to talk about. So the point is, so Einstein, like I said, his name didn't show up on Gottingen, but David Hilbert shows up, but you understand? David Hilbert was on 24, Gagat was on 26. Atia, like I said, was along with 30, uh, 41 other Nobel laureates equivalent, was number 19. But your audience, or you as a host, if you try to get any of those, and David, uh, Stephen Hawking, like I said, his name didn't show up. That is not in that core. One, uh, one to 14. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, no. Um, 14 to, 20, to 26. His name wasn't there. That's the center. That's one of the centerpieces. Because 26 is the, mid, the exact center. So the point is, those are the very important ones we see very clearly as the runners-up show. Anyway, you have a David Hilbert. When you're listing mathematics, you know that's the section where the most important mathematicians are. Anybody have a, anyway, you have a TIA listed as a mathematician, that is very clearly among the biggest, the biggest names in mathematics. But Gago didn't just appear for Manco. Gago did not just or the field medals. Field medals is the greatest accomplishment, or rather the most celebrated part of mathematics contribution, because they give them the highest prize in mathematics, which is field medal. 
Well, Gaga did not receive Phil's medal. However, <laughs> it's proven to be out of sight for Phil's medal because 42 Phil's medals couldn't even compete, you know, uh, favorably against Gaga. They were number 19. This is what your audience need to understand. They're number 19. Why Gaga is number one? Or rather, number 20, 26. There's seven levels below Gagat. All of them combined. It's obviously very hard for anyone to. So when people talk about nomination, that is, that is very far apart. People who have won, competed with Gagat, and they lost out woefully. Even the great, the last of the so-called great mathematicians, David Hilbert, lost out. They so rest in peace. But I'm pretty sure he's delighted because one of the things he did was invariant. It turned out that his work was completed. The idea contains all the invariants he was talking about in part of his research. Okay? And Professor Gauss himself had a theorem called the Gauss's theorem, divergence theorem, where quite a few of them tried to prove it, even he didn't really end up proving it, on divergence, and that divergence is what connects, divergence was what he was searching for, uh, uh, Gauss. So Gaga brought Gauss divergence to marry or merge with Hilbert's, Hilbert's uh, invariant, which is the connection is, the divergence or change in an invariance is zero. <laughs> I wish your audience can really get in tune with this. The beauty that I'm talking about is the most beautiful, most amazing, and most godly piece to talk about. Because you really, you know, you know, communicating and getting connect with, connected with the Creator. Which is why he came out saying God does not change. God is an invariant. And that was what David Hilbert, the great, the last of the great mathematicians, was searching. So that you have an opportunity. See, if it didn't come from a black person, you, you, by the time you hear about this development to be about maybe a millennium, a couple of millennia old before you get to smell it. And that you're being invited to come and, and feel that if you are in the audience, I would see that you have already registered. You know, fully, because I know you could put the 550 on your credit card. Okay? But we're not even saying that's the only way you can do it. Hey, kill two birds with the same stone. Get into the unification. Begin to unify, unite. God is the ultimate unification spirit and reality. So we say, okay, call on another brother. The two of you have, have the burden of 550. Okay, maybe that's still too much. Call four or five other brothers. Okay? And you divide that four or five ways. 
you will diminish. It's called dilation or transformation. You use your intelligence. Your intelligence is what you use in doing that. Your intelligence says, okay, I may not be able to do it alone at 150 because I have some bills to pay and all that. I'll call, you have two, three brothers that you can call right now and say, look, I'm going on the, on the, on, on, on the, the donation page for Farpit is technology. Gagot.farpit.org or gagot.google and the first website is our website. I'm going there on the donation page and I'm putting my 110 down and I need the, three, uh, the four of you to join me in doing that. Okay? And you, begin, you immediately, you're registered. Are you now are unified with those brothers because now you can talk with them? That's one thing you were deprived of by Jim Crow. There cannot be two or more black people together without Jim Crow being present. So God gives you an opportunity to get therapy in terms of overcoming that and uniting again. There is definitely strength in numbers. Even as... Uh, our sister, mother, daughter was struggling with the police. The police called for reinforcement. They were more in number. That's not all. They were male, only one or two females or something like that. The male was the guy that encountered her first and brutalized her. So they are united. And that's what your disadvantage is, because they designed that to cripple you. So you're not united. So you think you have to take every burden by yourself as a, a, a one person, because that's the way you know, Jim Crow has set up things to hurt you. So it's not, a, it's not enough. She's a, she's, a, she's a woman, a young woman for that matter. But she has to, you know, be, be tormented and terrorized by men. Not one man, but men. That's what is so shameful. In Prairie View, Texas, and the rest of the world where they're killing people, black people in wheelchairs. An Indian coming to this country, Raja, has just killed Curry. Another black man. And the stupid idiot does not know that caste system is dead. Because you're not understanding and registering to come in and get reality in your own head, in your brains. So you could tell Raja, the India now is owned by black people, as it's supposed to be. You non-blacks, must report and respect black people. That's the God order. Dr. Gabriel Yebu. Yes. Uh, one more to let you know. Uh, every time we do this call, usually it cuts off automatically at 11 o'clock. So when 11 o'clock comes, it's going to cut off automatically. And I'm going to have to call in again, and I'm going to have to call you back. That's fine. So, so when it's cut off, I'll call you back, you know what I'm saying, uh, at around 11.15, because, you know, every hour we do a 15-minute break. 
That's correct. Yeah, when this when this cut off, I'll call you back like around eleven fifteen. Like we got we got about um four more minutes before this cut off automatically. That's good. Okay, we will wait for your call. The point is, encourage, you know, the audience, those who have understood, go in like I said. Those who have their four, five uh, friends going together or going solo, we will provide the. The, what do we need to complement your registration? The, the registration is a life-saving dynamics. Okay? Therefore, you can't, it cannot be ignored because other people are going to come just like other people are listening right now. The world listens to this broadcast. But you are in the center. You're supposed to be in the center. So you can't keep a low profile. When you're in the center, you're viewed by everybody. So it's very important. You have, you know, two choices. Either you understand and you register. Even, even if you can, if you are allowed to even put a dollar in or even a penny. Go ahead. We can match you with a remainder that will complement you. Because there are other people in similar positions, so... But there's a strength in numbers. That's a whole, that's the, that's the use of intelligence. So what you don't have in Jim Crow dollar, you provide in the real currency. That's a God's currency, which is intelligence. That's basically what I'm trying to get across. And I'll continue to talk to you until you are able to feel that power, that intelligence, which is the real currency. And begin to glorify God, the only reason you created. God glorify you, you must glorify the Almighty God. God has reordained you with the ultimate blessing as the most intelligent race, closer to God and hence the chosen race. And the rest of the world understands that. Because if Gottingen understands that, so is the entire Europe. And if Dasgupta understands that in India, which is something Raja did not understand, okay, that means the entire Asia, and of course, People's Daily had done their thing, okay, by publishing the Gagot, uh, you know, the price that was given to Gagot, the real price, the real greatest price, higher than Nobel, okay was reported on by People's Daily as a communist party's newspaper in, in, in China. They understood the reality. So the whole world understands now. And as much as I'm being critical about non-blacks, a lot of things have happened in the non-black world already. But thanks to their... Their impact on the minds of the black people tells us quite intelligent division syndrome. Not much is happening with the black people. That's why this broadcast is very critical. And I'm here to walk with you, meet you where you are, and walk you back to being yourself again. Therefore, I entertain all questions that you have. Okay? And when we get back again, get your questions prepared. You know, and throw them on so we could bring something and work on it, you know, as a team. 
Because God's work must be done in terms of the glorification of the Almighty God. The only reason we created. So I'm looking, I'm be seeing you in about 15 minutes. I'm imagining it's time. Yeah, yeah, it is 11 o'clock. We're going to go to the matter of fact. I think the call may not drop because they had already dropped before. Okay, they've disconnected already? Yeah, they had disconnected already. That's why it hasn't disconnected at this time. But usually when it don't disconnect and they go four hours straight, it's cut off. So we do. We'll be back in 15 minutes. Okay, ahead. so, okay, so, just, you know, we wait for your call then.
Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, we we got forty five minutes left, so. Okay. Uh, any questions that I can take now? Um, if anybody in the um who's calling in, if you have any questions, go ahead and bring it forth. I'm pretty sure everyone's at, um unmuted. But as far as the chat room, um, I don't see any questions right now in the chat room. But if somebody do come up with one, I'll let you know. All right. Um, so what we were was in connection with uh, waking up to the call from God uh, that as God's creatures, we cannot ignore. Uh, but um, because we created for one purpose, which is to glorify the Almighty God. That's what I was saying before the break. That's extremely important because the learning process for humanity has a, a lot of rewards, but a lot of setbacks also in the sense that in a free world where anybody can I don't, it's not so free, but theoretically it's free that anybody can think whatever comes, you know, comes their way. And um, a big part of the process relies on who talks loudest in terms of a propaganda machine. Uh, for example, CNN and ABC Radio and the BBC are propagating all manner of trash for the consumption of the masses. While here you are presenting the God order, Brother Moon is presenting the God order to the world and has very little of our listeners, of our own people listening. You know, like I said, the way we're judging that is from the response or lack of lack thereof in terms of the registering where we know everybody can afford five dollars and yet we're calling on people to do what is not only affordable but easy to afford in light of the biggest blessing ever and we're not getting a um, response as of yet it's God's way of saying Hey, the message has continue has to continue over and over and over until both sides begin to get the message, like Gottingen has gotten the message. Like I said, I give Gottingen a lot of credit. <laughs> um, far better than the Nobel Foundation of a so-called foundation that is perpetrating fraud and in the process um, humiliating and destroying itself. Whatever credibility they built up until 1990 has been downhill since then. Because either they're showing 
They are in the, too dumb to understand GIJ, J equal to zero, or the covering up, or both. Either way, they, cover, they try to cover Gagotto. First of all, Gagotto is infinite. You can't cover it up. But one thing they will be sure to cover up is their own so-called reputation. It, it exposes the fraud in it and that swallows them all together. So that's what's happening with Nobel Foundation right now. Like I said, some of the most credible mathematical scientists in the world, including top mathematicians, agree Dagot was overdue for Nobel Prize, of Nobel Prizes. And a self-appointed organization like so-called Nobel, actually they called themselves, they said they, said they were going to award Gagot Ig Nobel. They will not give Nobel, but they will give Ig Nobel. And in the process, they earn, they, they, they revise their own name to be Ig Nobel Foundation. So <laughs> they say they're going to ignore Gagot. In the process, they ignore themselves. So that explains why Tesla never got the Nobel Prize. You know, real geniuses don't get Nobel Prize, even in their own culture. So it is not surprising. But um, the real price is the formula and what it has done to redefine God's order. In terms of God is in charge, and below God, way below God, are the black race. And the other races, you know, come below. And the animals and the other creatures come, you know, take their places. Because the way the world was, like I said, of caste in India and caste in America and caste in Europe and all that, where black people are put in the bottom, that's another way of putting God even below us. Because it's an inverted, inversion. And God knew that was not going to last for any significant amount in the scheme of global timing or not or universal timing. That's why it froze up very quickly. You know, in relative terms. But it's now here to stay in terms of the reality of the way God con conceived and created the universe. So it's a huge calling that we must take very serious. Again, like I said, please ask questions. If you do not have questions, then prove you do not have questions and that you understand by you going on the on the PayPal on our site and telling not only us but a lot of people that you have understood the God order. And while you're at it, again, like I said, Brother Amun has understood well enough that he's, make, he's, made his, he's making his own contributions already by getting us to address you. That's a very serious proof of his understanding. So Brother Moon is showing his understanding. You, the listener, need to show your understanding. 
But if you don't lack, you don't have that understanding, Brother Moon is providing an opportunity to come and get it. And not only do you, he's inviting you to come and get it, but also to ask questions until you get it. Because like I said, you have to remember, glorifying the Almighty God is the only reason. It's not one of the reasons, but it's the only reason we are created. That's what God has proved mathematically. And the proof is not so complicated either. When you come into this world as a human being, in your rational sense, you want to be associated with things that is good. You want to be associated with success. You go to take a test to glorify your essence. But your real essence is the creator that created you. So if you take a test to pass so people can say, gee, what a great God that created you to be so intelligent. You are glorifying the Almighty God. On the other hand, when you lynch a, a most precious creature of God, you are glorifying the devil. It's very simple. So that's what is this all about. And like I said, God ordered me to relay the message to you so you could fulfill the reason you were created. And like I said, thinking about heaven, every rational mind would want an ideal existence. Heaven where you don't have to sweat or do any hard, any solve any any problems. A prerequisite, uh, a necessary condition is that you be able to speak God's language. That is gargot. You must be gargotical. And some people reach a point where they 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 say, "Well, is gargot a new religion?" The answer is really yes, but on another level, most superficial level, it could be no. Religion, as something based on faith, is something you are hanging on to when you don't have gagged in terms of the true order of God, an infallible order of God. It is absence of that before gagged that warranted religion. People base things on individual faith. And I have to, I have to let you know that Catholic Church has spoken for the religions. When they, after seeing the proof of God, after understanding God, they revised their, perhaps their most, one of their most important dogma, dogmas, which is that they can swear by the truth of the Bible. They've reversed that as a result of encounter with God. By now declaring from that highest level, Cardinal Connor and Cardinal O'Brien of the UK gave a press conference that was published by a, correspondent, a London Times correspondent, Glenn, uh, Glenn Hill, Ruth Glenn Hill, October 5, 2005, with an article of that press release called 
Catholic Church no longer swear by the truth of the Bible. As the biggest shaking thing in religion. It's a revision of one of the most important dogmas of Christianity, which is that the Bible is the, is, is, is the word of God, the words of God. The, you know, there's words spoken by God, and that is infallible. Now the Bible has been declared infallible. That means it has errors. They even pointed some of the errors. In the Bible, they named chapters and verses that they don't believe was right. And in many ways, the Catholic Church in that process not only were compelled by Gagot, when Gagot you know, unified the three uh, known creation accounts in terms of the Word of God in the holy books, being the same as the Big Bang and sounded like the roaring water waves of none by the ancient Africans. And so not only were Africans not left out in the terms of the proposition of the, the creation, you know, dynamics, but the African version was much earlier than the Big Bang and the Holy Books. In addition, the African account is most precise in terms of it's actually a theorem or a conjecture which God got proved mathematically. In terms of a tomb being the only building block or stable building block of a tomb or Afrocrogen. And thereby reduce chemistry by a factor of one hundred and eighteen. And as they were going, they were going to go more. But at 18, it made study of chemistry less than 1 over 118, or one less than 1%, was what education system was teaching their people. But now you could learn 118 times more than you've learned in chemistry, and by extension to the other sciences. So that's part of what God has ordered us to gather uh, in December and give glory to God for the whole of humanity. But black people must be there. And equally importantly, the gathering which should begin to gather momentum in terms of Erecting monuments. Every city must have a monument. The audience need to get their monument, you know, committees together and begin approaching the city halls and, the, and certainly take the dynamics to the police stations and tell them they need to study the Gottingen. First of all, Gottingen in selecting the best work, the biggest works in mathematics, they were also calling on the entire world, especially all education system, to study those 52 greatest works in mathematics for every week of a, of a year, 
although it was mostly emphasized for 2005, every year after that is supposed to be done. So that's one recommendation that proves again, like the audience here from their lack of response, to indicate there couldn't be a lot of black people in the audience, uh, that, you know, the bare fact black colleges are not studying Gagat, even though they were ordered by the most prestigious mathematics institution before Gagat, for Fafis and Technology, Gottingen, they were being asked to study Gagat as the most important work in mathematics in history and forever. They studied for a week. That is being totally ignored by the so-called black colleges, which is a very serious proof that this is nothing. The so-called black colleges are not black colleges. Again, that's a Gagot vision. They may have some black bodies there, but it doesn't belong to them. And recently, I overheard from a, one of the professors from a black school that says black people do not have power in the so-called black colleges, which is as expected. So they're only messing up the black people's names by saying the school belongs to blacks, because since 1990, that God ordered that there cannot be anything with a black label on it that does not look godly or look intelligent. Because God has reordained the black race as the most intelligent race. Therefore, their universities must surpass Harvard and all that. That's what God has ordered. So if you have a McGavis that, you know, the president agreed they're going to study Gagas, and 10 years later they, they don't, they're not studying Gagas, while University of Texas at Austin and MIT and Harvard and, you know, all the Ivy Leagues and Gottingen are, are not only studying Gagas, but studying the Gagas development by recommending it to the world to be studied. And yet black people are not part of that. And if that's not enough, on the one hand, there's a lot of lynching of black people from Jim Crow who, in many ways, through that process, are demanding black people show their understanding of Gaga. You know, so if nothing else for the murder of Sandra Bland, you would register to come in and see why that needs to stop immediately. The murdered Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland had a lot of potential, a lot of brilliance, both scientific and otherwise. If that murdered me like that, perhaps the world would never be smelling the gargot as of today. If they murdered Carver, the entire KKK and the Jim Crow, the Jim Crow forces would have starved to death in the South. Those are the, the you know, potential things that could have happened. And more. So, you know, when God order comes, primarily for the glorification of God, God, God Almighty, however, it's also to make life easier for us as, as creatures or human beings. Because 
the more we understand, the better our life. Our problems come from lack of understanding or not understanding enough. Before we learn how to fly, we were constrained a great deal. Although flying is very dangerous because of lack of understanding of proper sciences, uh, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's been recognized as a revolution because you don't need the road, really, except the airfields, and you could just go anywhere you like for the most part. So that's a revolution. And Gagot's Age of Intelligence is, as put on our website, life and heaven. While ignorance is death and hell. It's death and hell because if you don't speak God's language, you don't have a chance in heaven. But God's language is the absolute truth. Two plus one is equal to three. That's God's language. That's Gagot. And um, so if you're not speaking that and living that as your life, it's very hard to talk about heaven because that's the only language that's spoken in heaven is the language of the chief resident of heaven, which is who was proven to be God. So, it is important, and I want to emphasize the dynamics again of the goals of the God order. Calling the black race to global leadership. Because you are the most intelligent race. Because God is the entity, is really in charge. Therefore, if God was going to appoint on the human level, creatures level, God will appoint the very most intelligent among that class of of creatures, and that's where our position automatically fits in. So anybody else trying to take our position can only be transient and temporary until we wake up from the slumber of Jim Crow. You know, once we wake up, then the leadership begins. That's what we're trying to organize our people to get involved with right now. So again, call in. Uh, 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 there's a question. The question okay. is, um, what is Jim Crow in the educational system? Okay. That's it? That's that's the question. No, no. The question is, what is what is Jim Crow in the educational system? Like, what is people know what Jim Crow is, but they're trying to figure out. I guess a person want to know what is Jim Crow in the educational system. Like, how can you define Jim Crow in the educational system? Sure, I can answer that. Jim Crow can be symbolized by three-fifths of human beings for black people. Like I said before, it's a projection of the non-blacks' intelligence status and pushing it and trying to, 
you know, paint us with it, fit us into it. So as to psychologically, sub, you know, force us to submit to their, to their being superior. So three-fifths of a human means you have an intelligence level of 60%, 350-60%. When the normal intelligence is 100 and you have 60%, uh, that is an imbecile or moronic level of intelligence. It's extremely bad. Except it is artificial. That's the level for the non-black. They force down down our throat. And the dynamics is extremely sophisticated in one way and obvious in another way through gargantical eyes. So a designer call you three fifths of a human being, which is a psychological attack. Somebody looks at you on your face and says, Look, you are three fifths of a human being, meaning your intelligence is. Uh, um, a very poor level, like a moron. So now, once that design has been put in place, and you are terroristically forced to uh, swallow it, even when you know it is not real, you're forced to act it. So on that, that forms a basis of a self-fulfilling next steps, which is we've declared you to be three-fifths, meaning you are imbeciles. Um, and so we're going to craft your education consistent with that. Such an education... Called Jim Crow education, called special ed, or called the Bantu education, or more recently the Boko Haram. Boko Haram. On the one hand, Boko Haram's meaning is. It's, it's, it explains reality, meaning the black people are getting special ed, which is wrong. That special ed is based on the three-fifth terrorism. They slap you with an artificial three-fifth class categorization and say, therefore, because you are Morons, your education has be has to be consistent with your moronic state, which they have not proved. So they use a false premise to terrorize you into accepting that you are inferior. Because when you have a moronic, if you believe you have a moronic intelligence level, 
not only would you be intimidated, you lose confidence in yourself. You begin to internalize it and begin to fall into this kind of education. So what's, what's a, a Jim Crow education? Jim Crow education is an education that is, has no learning in it. it. It is devoid of any substance, any real, you know, because it is designed to fulfill a design that says you are inferior. You don't learn any math, for example, or if you are, say, in the university, you'll be learning math at the level of uh, second grade. To make sure that you are forced to fit into that image of you being a moron. So it's an artificial system that over a time period, you know, force you into a syndrome called the Pavlovian monkey syndrome. The Pavlovian monkey syndrome. Because they keep on pounding on your head that you are three-fifths of a human being. They pound it in the morning. In the afternoon, they pound it again. In the evening, when they pound you again, even if you started knowing it is a false, you will start believing it. And over a time period, that belief kind of synchronizes with you accepting a Jim Crow education, which is an inferior education or lack of education as your program. That's what exists in special ed when they put black people, which is forbidden. It's actually Boko Haram. It's, it's a vicious lie. It's a vicious education. Jim Crow is a vicious education. But the same Jim Crow Coin up that right word or right phrase. Say in a place like in Africa, like in Nigeria. The statement itself is correct. Boko Haram, that's Western education, is unfair. It's a fraud. It's vicious. But also exploit it because they know people, spirit, resonates with that reality because, for example, they, you know, uh, Europeans or non-blacks claim they've colonized black people, which is nothing but, uh, you know, an illusion. But they colonize and at the same time be teaching black people science and engineering and all that for all these years, since the 1800s in a more formal way, the so-called colonization. And yet today, you don't have one single black, a black country manufacturing cars. That's a self-fulfilling fraud. That's Boko Haram. That simply means there was no such a thing taught in terms of black people. That's number one. Number two, equally important is almost every science about car uh, building 
or car design and building was masterminded by the Africans, the black people. From the two-stage engines to four-stage or four-cycle engine, or, you know, a, a two-cycle two engine to four-cycle engine, the black people spearhead the patterns in those areas. And culminating in a rotary engine by Professor Andrew J. Beard, a black man that was very dark in complexion and was, was said to have no so-called formal education, never not learned anything from Jim Crow. Invented rocket science. Father of rock and science, the real father of rock and science, without whom there will be no rockets today or space travel or, or even missiles moving around. That was Andrew J. Beard. So, so therefore, now to go to Africa, his homeland, where he brought in the, that genius, and terrorizing Africa from, not to mention they've done the pyramid previously, terrorizing them out of their minds to the point where they can't, not only, you know, they, they supposedly can't build cars, but are dedicated to purchasing the inferior products of the design, inferior products designed by three-fifths of the human intelligence, which is the Europeans at their 19, in terms of 19, intelligence are used to design their cars and, and other products. We are forced to buy that and suffer the consequences. In the process, the Jim Crow themselves are slowing themselves down and risking their own lives, riding in their own vehicles designed by much lower intelligence. That because of the illusion they created in terms of them playing our role and making us play their role, there's nothing but confusion, and that's why we have so many crashes in the air. Where it is not done by ignorance, it's done by absence of laws, otherwise called hatred of people. They, they don't hesitate one second to take you know, blow a life away which is something they call power and dominance. So that is what's happening. So Jim Crow education is a fraudulent, inferior education pushed on black people to fulfill the threat of humans that you know, they, they, they try to push black people into. But God ended Jim Crow forever in 1990 through G.I.J. equal to zero because in the process, the three-fifths of a human was inverted to be five-thirds of humans, which is a conservative estimate because that says black people have intelligence of eight as of 28 as opposed to non-blacks with eight as of 19. So if there's anybody that should have Jim Crow education, is the non-blacks. You know, they, they, they're supposed to be special, but add material. 
because the gap between them and us is so large, it's nine points. 19 to 28. So that makes us approximately one and a third, as in 160, 167 IQ compared to their 100 IQ. Makes us the genius race to the point where Andrew J. Beard and Vivian Thomas was another person who was supposed to play a role of being a janitor. And he was teaching a John Hopkins so-called elite surgeon how to conduct open-heart surgery. I was a black man with some Indian combination, but black man, Vivian Thomas. He was a janitor, according to Jim Crow. So even without a Jim Crow training, the black people are still better in reality than the Jim Crow, who are of all this heavy-duty propaganda of them, you know, being intelligent and all the other stuff. So that is the dynamics of a Jim Crow education. It's one that forces black people to feel they're inferior, which is the exact opposite. Forcing black people to behave as if they have 60 IQ, when in, in reality they have 167 IQ. That's what Jim Crow education is. I hope, I hope that answers the person's question. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So, give, please, I'd like to hear more questions. That's what God created me to do, to answer questions. And that brings you closer to your creator once you become enlightened, once you become yourself again. Once you become, you begin to wash away the shackles of Jim Crow education or miseducation. Okay? Uh, and you know, that miseducation is what constitutes acquired intelligence deficiency syndrome. That's exactly what acquired intelligence deficiency syndrome is. The acquiring part. It's good in the sense that you can you can get rid of it. And the medicine that gets rid of it is gathered. Again, that is why the registration is very important. You can't help it when you come into this world into a terroristic environment where you have to uh, you know, fit into a hole that was dug up for you. Even though it doesn't fit you, you have to pretend you are a moron. You have to pretend, you know, uh, by saying master to somebody who is nine intelligent units below you. You call them master. In contrast, the word master, the ma part, master, maestar. The more part is intelligence. That's intelligent star. You can retain the star. Intelligent star is what you you fit in because your IQ is far higher, much higher than others. So that you call somebody else master is totally incorrect. 
It is it is the contrary, it's the con is the inverse. You're the only ones qualified to become master because you have the highest intelligence. Any more than you know asking a human being to call dogs master. I don't think you've ever seen anything like that before. Okay? I mean, the dog wouldn't know what in the world to do with you calling a dog master. <laughs> any more than the non-blacks have any clue what, what is meant, really, for us to call the master. That was not only fraud, but that was against God. That's another way of saying God must call humans master which is a very clear evidence that's an impossibility. Again, you've been liberated from all that shackles. Jim Crow has certified that liberation. But there's always a hangover. The Juneteenth dynamics is what everybody's suffering from right now. In the process, we're losing a lot of life, which is a compelling reason for you to register and come on down and have a conversation with the Creator, where you give the Creator the glorification God ordered every creature, including non-blacks, to demonstrate, let God's light shine through us. In many ways, as I said last broadcast, there's a lot of credit to the Germans, Gottingen University especially. And that really gives them a place, you know, when all is said and done in the history of humanity and the rest of God's creatures. Because people like Gauss did have some substance. And they didn't want to smear Gauss's genius with a contradiction that does not recognize Gauss like Nobel Foundation. Shame on Nobel Foundation. They dug their own grave. They're going to be done forever. But there's nothing else to give no, any serious price to other than Gaza from now on or since 1990. But Gottingen did, did come out like, like the leader in the non-black world or European world. They came and told the truth. Okay? So that is at least 50 Nobel Prizes is what Gottinger ranked Gagatas. Gottinger University, headquarters of mathematics before Gagat, ranked Gagat bigger than 42 Nobel Prizes in physics. That's what the audience must remember. And whereas You'll be delighted to hear Stephen Hawking talk on the radio like this. Stephen Hawking didn't even make the list. But a colleague of his, Professor Sir Professor Tia, they all both knighted by the Queen of England. He made the list but seven levels below Gagat. That is the absolute proof of your being recalled to global leadership. That you must remember. And that when you call to global leadership through your being 
you're declared as the most intelligent race, you must give glory to God through the building of the monument. I'd like you to report in the next broadcast your efforts on the monument demands. I'd like people to call in and send us email, ofapit at yahoo.com, O-F-A-P-P-I-T, O as in Oscar, F as in Frank, A as in Adam, P as in Peter, another P as in Peter, I as in Idaho, T as in Thomas. Send us email and tell us what you've done, every listener. Need to tell us what they've done with regards to demand. Go to the police station, hand them the thing on the website. Uh, We're about to cut off this 12 o'clock. Brother, you have a good evening. Thank you very much. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.